welcome to the Just for Gamers video game podcast. Episode 94 Snatch Snap. In this episode, we chat about 2017. JFG Ash is happy about file organization. JFG Alex loves a good third person adventure. We have our new section about old consoles. And finally, we get our first dick pick. So come on guys, get them in. Hello and welcome to the JFG Podcast. This is episode 94 my name is Alex, and I'm joined, as ever, by my good friend, Ash. Hey, buddy. How you doing? As always, buddy, I am good for a Wednesday. Mmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good thoughts. news. Yeah, buddy. Um, good for a Wednesday. Not much has happened this week. I feel like hardly anything has happened this week. I mean... Well, it's 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 the after Christmas, after New Year... Bleak return to work, fucking yeah. first don't four me, weeks just, back at work yeah. kind of thing. I don't, I'm not, I'm not enjoying it. It's, it's not fucking cool. shit town, but it's suicide season, is what it is. But you know, we're, we're <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the podcast, yeah. everyone. No it, topic. <laughs> I just liked it because of the alliteration, but no, it's uh, it can be a bleak time, buddy. Uh, I know that snow is forecast, snow on the way, allegedly, certainly up your neck of the woods. Don't know about mine, <sighs> down don't, in Toot South. Don't believe in snow, mate. It's going to be minus three tonight here, no, which don't believe in snow, mate. Apparently cold. People say that's too cold for snow. I've never really, I mean, investigated that. Bog how plane. cold is the Antarctic? If it's minus three, then it's it's at least it's at least minus three. But what if, about if, if you know just at minus three, that specific temperature, that bit's just too cold. Below that's fine, but you know. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I heard a rumor many many moons ago. I think rumor it was probably rather than a rumour, it was it was literal teaching in a school, is what I heard. Wow. Uh, that- <laughs> you were taught that minus three degrees... We're talking about Celsius here, not Fahrenheit, I'm guessing, yeah? Yeah, well, I think it's got to be like 15 Fahrenheit, <sighs> which is about... Well, if you dub half it... Don't... No, that, this always confuses uh, the shit out of me. I'm like, just Celsius, mate. I know it's simple. It's between zero and 30, and, you know... There's other numbers as well after that, but I've never seen them. When temperature drops into single digits or below zero, heavy snow is unlikely because it not because it's too cold, Ooh. but because it's too dry. Ah, oh, wetness is the essence of beauty. Indeed, indeed, buddy. <laughs> anyway, that's your uh, weekly weather report from the JFG podcast. <laughs> weekly weather report. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I so like what you've been up to this week, buddy? What you've been doing? The Talk chicken to me, tell me. Chipotle wrap, buddy, is back in action. Obviously, hope you got some Chipotle away there, buddy. I got buddy. some Chipotle away, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Went to the pub on Sunday, had a few pints of Shipyard. It was a lovely thing. Oh, tasty and, uh, Shipyard. Yeah, I'm drinking it right now as well, actually. And, uh, yeah, 
the chicken chipotle wrap was back in action and uh, it was tasty as ever I must say tasty bisque beautiful thing buddy it's beautiful because it's so cheap as well probably because it's full of horrible things but that's what makes it taste so good I think that is the moral of the story here indeed buddy before Sunday which was pub day not the whole day at the pub that would be awesome though I could do one of them to be honest sounds Uh, good on the Saturday, I went swimming with the kids. Went on the flumes, you know. Ooh. Down, there's um, one of the flumes at this uh, swimming baths. It's like a really wide one, so like more than one person can go down at a time. So I went down with my three-year-old daughter, and like she's fine. Like, um, she, like she doesn't like it when she gets splashed in the face and stuff like that. You know, kind of don't at that age. It's a bit daunting or whatever. I've never liked it at well, any age. There you go. You know, yeah. you know the fear that she has right now. And um, like, there's three like slide bits uh, in the flume. Uh, go down the first one together, having a lovely time. Second one, the current takes me away. And she's stuck at the top of the slide, and I'm at the bottom. (laughs) And she just starts freaking out, man. I'm like, what do I do? So, obviously, I try and climb up the slide, buddy. You know, Of course you do. Sensible dad. He's like, I need to rescue my daughter Fucking as the crow flies, mate. Straight up there. I mean, I did think, hang on a minute, I could get another free ride out of this if I just go straight down. I'll be like, whoa, whoa, let me back home. My daughter's stuck there. I'll go get her, kind of thing, if I was quick enough. But, but you know, I was, I was that worried, you know, because she was crying so much. So I, I get halfway up this thing and I'm like, uh, I, I, literally, if I take another step, I'm just going to go whack straight on my face and then slide back down. And, you know, the never ending repetition of trying to get back up and back down on a slide that's water's coming down. You know, it's not going to happen. Tricky stuff. So yeah. she's there crying. I'm, like, I'm reaching out. She's ah, and uh, in the end, she 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 does the brave thing of sliding down to me. But fuck me, she would not let it go for the rest of the day. I was like, I'm, I'm so sorry. But hey, you know, these things happen. It was a learning experience for her, I believe. Scarred for life. Maybe. She'll never go on another <laughs> flume again. <laughs> yeah, it's character building, that sort of thing, buddy. Gibbons, Definitely, buddy. But obviously, uh, with my son, we were going like face first down, you know, how it is, trying to spin round going down the slides and stuff. Oh, it's loads gibbon, of gibbon, yep. And the beautiful thing I always find with swimming pools uh, is, uh, especially on a Saturday after a Friday night of heavy drinking, always cures your hangover. No idea why. Hmm. And I, I always feel like so much better after going to a swimming pool. Being Maybe it's it's the heat there, buddy. Maybe it's the uh... sweating it out. I'm thinking I'm in the water. My body's absorbing. Yeah, you know, chlorine pissing it out your pores. Yeah, all the replacing it with chemicals. Maybe it's yeah. Maybe it's children's piss that makes me feel better. I think so. Like uh, like with sea urchins, if you tread on them, you got piss in a bucket and put your foot in it. Yeah, known fact. Sure. Absolutely. It is. Get the, so the moral of the story is if you have a hangover, get children to piss on you. <laughs> I think so. I think okay. that, I think that's where we went with that. Well, you've yeah. had the weather, you've had some sage wisdom. Yeah. It's all kicking off this Health week. Healthcare issues, bring them to us. You know, we yep. know we know it all. Now, I'm going to talk about a bit of TV that I've been watching as well. You know, I'll, 
We finished off the OA, you know, like smooth I like transition. how you, like, presented us there. You're like, right, now over to the television I've been watching. <laughs> it's the TV section. TV section. <laughs> nice. Um, I've been, I, I watched the first season of Lucifer, buddy. Have you seen Lucifer? Yeah, it's fun, isn't it? It's odd. I like it, but he's it's... A, he's very camp. <laughs> I know, I kind of like that. Yeah. Not in a gay way, though. No. 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 I like Just, the, he's a bit I like fruity, the buddy. He is. He's very fruity. But it's it's so weird seeing this, like, um, classic kind of American-structured TV show, and then, bam, massive British action right right in the middle. I'm like, that's that's weird as fuck for me. It's the best ones when you've got this fish-out-of-water character. It was the same with um, Lie to Me, with yeah. Tim Roth just sauntering about. You just got, like, an American, a really sort of standard, boring American sort of TV series, and then just one dude in the middle of it who almost behaves like there is no script or he's just, like, wandered <laughs> onto the set by mistake. Yeah. And he just does whatever he wants. They're the best shows. But, yeah, man, really, like, I, I, um, we, we just were like, yeah, let's try this. There's, there's a massive picture of it on the front page of, like, Amazon Prime Video. I was like, <laughs> yeah. that'll do me. Simple as. And yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm looking forward to season two. I think, is there only two seasons on Prime? I don't know. Yeah, mm. we're about halfway through. I think I think there's there's maybe ten episodes so far of season two come out. I'm, I'm a couple behind, but I, yeah, I've been watching it. It's just fun. It's not, yeah, there's nothing it's, like amazing. Yeah, it's not like, oh, this is so gripping. It's like, no, no. Like, this is totally pointless. I can sit here and just mong out and. Exactly. That's what it's for. <laughs> Let my eyes glaze over. Yeah. With the, with the Britney's buddies. I like, I like the Britneys in that. Yeah, they're nice. <laughs> so yeah, buddy, there's a... Oh, well, one sec. There's one thing at the bottom of my list that I've written down. That, do do you want to... Should we talk about this now or should we try and save it for a bit? Should we talk about what you've done this week and then we'll get back to the last thing? Sure thing, buddy. I haven't really done very much either, to be honest. Uh... I went. I was working in Hove for the day. That was quite nice. Lovely sunny day in Hove, down like by uh, nice. Besides, lesser known Brighton, uh, next to Brighton, much nicer than Brighton. So, uh, worked there for the day. Had a, had a bit of a time. Had some chish and fips on the seafront at lunchtime, buddy. I was like, oh, this is the life. Now to fix IT problems <laughs> yeah, and then drive to- home, and it will take two hours. Cool. But apart from that, it was a really good day. Mm. Um, <laughs> Pressing on with Harry Potter, buddy. We're on disc six. Potter now. Watch. Potter Watch. Nice. Yep. Okay. Uh, definitely not bored of the uh, episodic 10 hour documentary about the making of the Harry Potter franchise. Um, or the missus telling me every single time we watch it that the books are better. I'm not bored of that. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't regret buying the entire Blu-ray box set of Harry Potter 4 or at all. Nah, she's so. just complaining about it all the time. Yeah. Should have just bought other books again, mate, or, you know, yeah. you'd be like, yeah. Yeah, she's like, I've got these. It's like, yeah, fucking, so what? They're, apparently they're brilliant. Apparently they're better than this. Yeah, mm. either way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying it, sort of, kind of, still. Ish, yeah, totally maybe, am. yeah. Uh, went to see Star Wars. This weekend, buddy. Old Rogue One. Nice. Yep. Roguno. Yep. No? Hmm. Well, no, to be oh. honest. Oh. Not for me. Uh, is not it because there Jeff. was no Jedi? Was that why? 
it was um it was really fun but it was it was a fucking mess of a movie like it's the sort of movie that you feel like was edited by like 50 people sitting in a boardroom like they were like no, okay now we need a bit of this now we need a bit of this like the first 20 25 minutes just felt like we went we just visited like 15 planets for a minute at a time like it was just <sighs> Just like blah blah, and then you saw someone walk down a corridor and deliver a line, and then it was like cut to another fucking planet, and it just felt a bit disjointed and weird. There was some stuff towards the end that felt really like off kilter, and there was a whole set of scenes that didn't seem to make any sense to me whatsoever. And I I did some research afterwards, and it turns out like whole whole like. 10 minute segments of this movie were cut in the editing process. <laughs> uh, like, the movie probably would have been like three and a half hours long if they'd left it all in, but the stuff that they've cut kind of makes some of it not really make any sense <laughs> at all. Yeah, that's not good. All in all, like, I, I would recommend it. Like, it was really fun. Like, mm. it was one of those fun movie going experiences, but. It, it it didn't feel massively Star Wars to me, and I I certainly don't think in like ten years time people are going to look back and be like, yeah, that was a really good film. Like it was fun. The most amazing thing about it was several characters from the original trilogy mm. are are in it CGI. Yeah, it's crazy, but but believable CGI and uh, like some genuinely amazing effects. Like they don't even shy away from it. Like they don't even try and. Um, disguise the fact that this is CGI. They're just like, yeah, this is computer generated and it's going to be believable. And you, it, there's a, a tiny little bit of uncanny value, but for the most part, you're like, shit, man, I can't believe that these people are in this movie when they're not even, you know, they've been dead for years. Yeah, kind of thing. that's crazy weird shit. That's going to be scary stuff for the future. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, there's, I'm sure there's a movie with... Um, the Robin something who played uh, Buttercup in The Princess Bride, and she was in this film where they developed technology where they could just scan like any actor into this computer database and then just make movies with them. And that that was like killing acting as a craft because they were just scanning all these classic actors into this database and then just like making movies with those actors forever it's just no i don't like it it's weird i know but that's that seems to be where we're heading like if you can i reckon we're only like 10 maybe 10 years maximum off of you being able to like make like perfect computer generated versions of people and just have them acting in films like it's crazy i mean i'm not saying it's going to go completely that way but the the problem with this now is that it's going to um, become an actual form where you can uh, buy people's faces and get them 3D printed on sex dolls. And then I mean, you can yeah. get their likeness on a chip and put the chip in so then they can say all their favourite film quotes and stuff. You know, it's, I'm just worried about that. That specifically? Ex- yeah. Just that. <laughs> fair, fair enough, buddy. Fair enough. Um, you're probably not wrong. That tech is going to be there. But um, it's weird. Anyway, man. yeah. Either way, it, it, that that was the most impressive thing about it, and all the explosions. The effects were brilliant, and it was massive fun. But the more, it's one of those films where the more you think about it, the more annoyed you get because <laughs> there's just <laughs> stuff. You're like, why? Why did they? Why did they do? Yeah. But anyway, I, I won't talk about any other plot or anything. It's not been out long enough for that. But um, fun, but 
Uh, loads of people like going mental over this film, so what do I know? I just thought it was a bit disjointed and fairly underwhelming, but good fun. Yeah, so but anyway. loads of people went mental over fucking Shem you, buddy. I mean, that's true. That's true. What what do people know? Exactly. Yeah, fair point. Fair point, buddy. Mm. Absolutely. So yeah, uh, that was about it for my week. To be honest, cooked like a really nice roast. We uh, chugged nice. a big fucking pork shoulder in the old slow cooker before we went to the cinema, buddy. Ooh, and, uh, nice. What'd you put in there with it? Uh, had we had some carrots on there in the bottom there. Yeah, uh, but I actually I marinated the shit out of that pork shoulder, buddy, with this sort of uh, lemon paprika parsley mm. sort of paste. Um, special paste. It was my special paste. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. And we had that fucker in there for about seven hours in the end, and uh, oh mate, that was some good shit. That's some good shit. The slow cookers are the best. They're amazing. They're yeah, they are awesome. Mm. Gotta love that. I love that shit. So yeah, so that's it for me, buddy. Maybe you want to revisit the uh, last oh. thing on your little list here. So, listeners of this podcast obviously know my thoughts about Game of the Year this year, and well, both of our thoughts on what we spoke about as our Games of the Year. Uh, and uh, we got paid off earlier in the year, not not you know not long ago, to uh, not include any DLC. Uh, in in our in our top lists, and it was a, a request directly from the top from JJ himself, yeah. gl- our glorious uh, benefactor. I, I I've got to admit, you know, I've, I'm going to confess, I've been I've been pulling the what's the saying, the wool over your eyes or whatever it is. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because technically, Hitman was a six part DLC show. So mm, I don't know about I that. I didn't have one DLC, buddy. I had six. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I think that there's DLC and then there's chopping a game into pieces. Um, <laughs> granted, the lines are blurrier than they used to be. If you but look I... on Metacritic, every single map has its own individual score. Just saying. Well. <laughs> People just like rating things, don't they? They do, yeah. It's a game. It's a game. It, it, no, I yeah. see where you're coming from, though. Yeah. I don't know how I can top that, though, for next year. It's pretty special, yeah. Snuck it in know. there, mate. Snuck it in there. Yeah, thumbed it in. Thumbed it in. Season one of Hitman. Yeah. yeah. I suppose you could have season two next year. I could, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That would be the ultimate fucking yeah. two-fingered salute. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? It might well be, buddy. Maybe, maybe. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's pretty much um, my my confession uh, for my sins. <laughs> Fair enough, buddy. Well, I suppose we'll move on then. Gibbons, buddy, let's do that. So let's talk about what we've been playing, buddy. Would you like to get the ball rolling this week? Like all weeks, almost? As always, every week... I start off, and I feel like once again I've been 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 playing some Hitman, buddy. I've been hitting up old Sapienza, the next level after Paris. It's a fantastic level. It is so good. Oh God, it's so good. I, uh, <laughs> I found my way down to the church. I've become some sort of priest. That was fun. Mm, I uh, yep. did some sniping. I uh, how did I? I had some sort of love affair. It was nice. Ooh. 
Yeah, I, <laughs> I stuck a guy in a grass shredder. That was fun. Okay, yeah. eventful. Yeah, yeah it's, oh, it's a great level, seriously. And then, you know, uh, with Sapienza, you've got the extra bonus mission as well on Sapienza, the uh, the movie one. I can't remember what it's called. Where you have to kill the movie star, and it's Sapienza at night. And, uh, yeah, it's all fucked up. It's crazy. Uh, I, I've I done that um, uh, a while ago, though. Uh, that's really good. That's a fun one, trying to do those... Uh, challenges on that hitman it's a great game everyone should play it i still haven't got my teeth into it i've still only done the uh i haven't even completed the paris mission i don't know who you are right now i've had a lot on yeah we did not not in my life games (laughs) playing games that's fine buddy um i i started tomb raider again for the third time so i'm how are you getting on with that i'm really enjoying this intro again after yeah. the second time. Well, it's because it's such a good script with such wonderful acting. I, I can see why you'd enjoy now it. Now that you've pointed out the retardedness of this game, <laughs> I literally cannot stop noticing it. Like, I was like, Jesus Christ, you don't shut up, do you? No. And every Fucking... line is, is, I've got to get over here. Or, like, you so... need to do this, Lara, so that you can procure this from here. Yeah. Like, oh, my... <laughs> It's a bit like, oh, this is where Dad was. I wonder if he went this way. It's like, yeah, yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> it's like fucking, i tell you what it's like. It's like children's programs. You know how, like, <laughs> like fucking CBBS. Yeah, yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. It's like fucking Mr. It's, Tumble. Yeah. Everything's spelled out. Kids are stupid, so you have to tell them every single fucking thing. Let's go over here and do some finger painting. It's literally <laughs> like that. Like, any time you interact with, like, anything, so, like, a picture on the wall, it's like, this is a picture on the wall about <laughs> something. I'm like every detail, yeah. Couldn't give a fuck. And then like I found like something on the floor picked up like, oh this is a sacred thing. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And then found the same thing but made of wood. It's like this is the same thing sacred thing, but made of worse materials. <laughs> I'm like holy shit, that's amazing. I became quite adept at hitting the uh, pick something up button and then hitting the circle button quick enough <laughs> that I actually avoided her even like opening her mouth. Oh. So like every time I picked something up, it was like... <gasps> and then <laughs> I'm back playing the game again. Just, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's like... Yeah, man, seriously, that game overdoes it on that. Like, I, I just didn't notice it because I'm just like, man, playing Lara Croft, didn't it? Just go around, pick shit up and whatever... But yeah, it's one of those things that like it's it's right in your face, but un- until like someone says something about it, you, don't notice it. That that kind of thing. It's no, crazy. and people have different tolerances for it. Yeah, I mean, a lot totally. of people still kind of expect video games to be a little bit like that, anyway. You mm. know, I just I just think we've played enough like excellent story-driven sort of narrative experiences now that yeah, it's just it's, not acceptable not, anymore. No. But and, hey, uh, what do I know? Fucking won a BAFTA, didn't it? For fucking story and scripting. That's what it does, buddy. It's amazing. Um, yep. So I played that for a bit and it crashed uh, right at the bit where you like open up that first like tomb and the guy's not in there and then the action kicks off. Oh. So that it decided to crash then. And I was like, fuck you. I'm going to go play some Sunday night community Battlefield 1 with JJ. So I did. Mm, and how did that go? It was glorious, buddy. We did some killing. Um, Pete got involved as well. You know, we, we had a little party going on. We had the old squad boost. Yeah, mm, man. Really cheeky enjoyed soiree. it. Cheeky soiree. 
It was nice. it was good. Um I'm trying to remember what happened, but just a lot of killing, buddy. I'm trying to I think I was oh, I got my um I think I got my assault up to rank one, which was good. Um I'm trying to get all unlock more guns in different classes because like I like, all I do is play as a medic. I'm like rank nine or whatever it is on medic now, and I'm just like, yeah, I need to diversify, I feel. Um, yeah. Try and use some of those other weapons and so I can blow the fuck out of tanks and shit, you know. That you would sh- be handy because we do tend to come up unstuck when... Yeah, uh, and that's the thing. Like, the, <laughs> ma- the majority rush. of us, like, we just go as medics because, like, I love that, like, bolt-action rifle kind of style. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I like it. And I like that we're, we're like a... We play as like a little squad. We'll hole up somewhere and just all keep picking each other. Yeah, up. exactly. It's a beautiful thing. It's a there was a moment last Friday when we were in that valley <laughs> and we just we just camped in there, like dug in deeper than Alabama tick, buddy. It was just, funny uh, as fuck that was. I can't believe we we survived there for fucking ages. Literally like fifteen like, minutes or so of like constant bombardment until basically their whole team turned up and just naded us. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was funny. it. Uh, apart from that, buddy, I've, I've only played one other thing, but I think you've played it more than me, so I'll let you talk about that game. <coughs> you talk about Unravel there, buddy? Might be talking about Unravel, because I played it for ten minutes and was like, oh yeah, look at that, I'm a bit of string, cool. Yeah. I'll play that more later. Uh, yeah, I finished it. There you go. How long did that take? Um, Hard to say. Because I uh, judge everything by how long I play it for. It's, all the, it's literally all that matters. It's all that matters to yep. me, you know. It's all about the length, not yep. the girth. Yep. Mm. It's, it's all that matters to me, buddy. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Curtis Tiger's there. Um, yeah, I reckon probably maybe... F- Six hours? That's not too bad. Maybe less. I'm not quite sure. I really enjoyed it, actually. Um, it's got a lot going for it, this game. It's, um, firstly, it's gorgeous. Like, it's absolutely beautiful. Graphical masterpiece, I'd say. And the art style's lovely. And I really like the concepts they've got there as well. With Yanni, it's a very clever idea. And it's implemented pretty well, I would say. Like... Certainly the swinging mechanics and stuff are, are very strong here. I like the fact that if you fell off a ridge or something to a lower thing, you could climb up the yarn. Yeah, yeah, get it's got like that like sort of that. mountaineering nice. aspect. and It's cool. You can quite get quite good at uh, like jumping, like swinging between things, like that a works. sort of Tarzan-esque type mm. thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like the ninja roping to a degree. Um <laughs> It it's it falls down sometimes with those mechanics. There'll be sections where you keep falling down and it's a little annoying. Um and I've come across the odd sort of slightly weird bug or glitch. Um there's a couple of sections where you can easily get stuck and it'll just kill you over and over again and that was a little frustrating. But for the most cool. part, it's it was just really nice experience and um the missus was really enjoying it as well we were kind of taking it in turns through certain sections and um yeah lovely pacing really diverse levels we i think yeah i picked it up in the sale didn't i it was like 6 quid yeah, something it wasn't like that much, was it yeah bargain man I, I came out the other end and i was like yeah that was worth 6 pounds i really enjoyed that <laughs> so yeah if you think what else you can spend 6 pounds on you know exactly you wouldn't even get two pints for that down here, buddy. So uh, there you go. Crazy. So what can you say? But um, yeah, 
I, I just, yeah, it's just fun. It's not like, a, it's not absolutely remarkable. It's not like the most amazing game. You know, it's a sort of, just a fun, enjoyable, light experience. And not too tricky. Couple of slightly odd puzzles. There was one bit where I almost looked up how to do it before <laughs> finally getting there. Nice. But, uh, yeah, it's a really good little mix of gameplay and runs really nice and plays pretty nice as well. So, yeah. And this was the guy that was like crying when um, they were they were talking about uh, E3, wasn't it? Yeah, he was an emotional chap, <laughs> certainly. And when I booted up that game, it had that like really touchy feely message, like "Oh, we made this because of love." Oh. Yeah, there's a lot of that. I, I mean, like, oh dear. Final credits roll with loads of pictures of like the development team and their families and stuff, and and. And okay, you know, fair enough. That's, yeah, that's, that's what he's going for. It's, yeah. it's not for me, really. I don't think that's kind of necessary. But no. um, I, felt, I felt a bit like, okay, yeah, you, you're a bit in my face right now. Can you, yeah, can you calm it down a bit? Yeah. Anyway, each to their own, buddy. Each Gibbons. to their own. Gibbons. So yeah, uh, that's what I've mainly been playing this week. Uh, I've dipped back into Deus Ex, although I haven't had a great deal of time to to play through that i feel like that's the sort of game where you really need like a a sort of two and a half three hour gap where you won't be interrupted and nothing else is going on yeah totally like um, like dishonored and things like that proper single player experiences kind of thing exactly Mm. and uh and there will be a day in fact that day will probably be this saturday nice because the missus is at work and then she's going out straight after work with some friends so games day sitting here in my pants probably playing deus ex all day and i'll have a lot to say about it next week I don't cool imagine. buddy i'm looking forward to it gibbons uh i dipped back into everybody's gone to the rapture this week as why? well any any reason why? <clears throat> no, I don't know why. Um, I think something about Unravel's sort of uh, prettiness yeah. uh, and indiness. Uh, I'd put Unravel in my indies folder, although Indeed. I know it's an it's an EA game, but it, it feels indie, and yeah. I couldn't be asked to make another folder that was nearly indie. Well, it's like, uh, um, what was it, Grown Up or Grow Up? Grow Home. Grow Home. Yeah. yeah. That, that's yeah. like an... Indie game, but made it should by... really be called my little games folder or something like that. But yeah, um, little games. Yeah, but yeah, everybody got the rapture was was visible on my uh, cross media bar thing, and I was like, "Fuck it, load that up." Played it for about half an hour. Um, <sighs> that game is ruined if you pretend you're playing a um, an episode of Location, Location, Location with Phil and Kirsty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because well firstly because the very thought of that made me laugh about the jingle we use for Phil motherfucking Spencer indeed buddy which is from that TV show Channel 4 TV show in the UK buddies where uh, a couple of slightly strange characters who are you know quite endearing try and find a, a new house for people who are who are kind of house hunting um, this is just a game where you walk in and around uh, country cottages and houses there's there's nothing going on and the more i play it the more annoyed i get with it and uh, i don't know maybe i'm sick of walking sims or something but i just feel like there's so little in, in interactivity here that's like, the problem like maybe fuck like all, man. <laughs> is there not even like a, a decent script behind it or a, a, some sort of story to keep it going um, or 
the script is pretty nice and it's well acted as well. Um, but you don't see any characters. Like all of the lines are delivered by sort of glowing, uh, sort of beams Orbs of light and, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So there's, and there's just really nothing. And, I've so you're saying say, you could play this game like uh, just by listening to it on an audio tape or something? I think if you compiled all of the audio <laughs> logs together, then you would essentially feel like you're in some sort of sci-fi version of the Archers. Like it'd be like <laughs> it'd be like a Radio Four play, basically. Well, like it'd be it, like a yeah, yeah. it'd be like a, an hour-long Radio Four play. And actually, I think that that would be quite good, to be honest. But as yeah, a as a video that. game, it fucking isn't it's one. Terrible, and, yeah. and also, it's so slow. And I'm <laughs> not saying like the pacing of it. I'm saying literally your movement. movement yeah. There's no run button, and it feels like you're literally just sort of creeping along, like so slowly. It's and then as you progress through the game, some of the orbs that you come up against actually put the game into like slow motion. And it takes even longer to walk across a fucking lounge or a bedroom. <laughs> oh, there's, there's like Not invisible walls everywhere. And you know, there's like fucking three inch hedges you can't go across. And I thought I was going to persevere till the end because it is quite intriguing and it, it does set a mood, but <sighs> that mood is more often than not boredom. And eventually I turned it off. I, I really think that's the last time I'll go for it, which is a shame. But, uh, yeah. Or I don't, is it, buddy? Probably not. <laughs> I don't think I'll go back now. But, no. uh, but yeah, seriously, you, that has made me think what you said there, buddy. Like, if you took all of the, the, uh, the lines of dialogue and put them all together one after the other, I think that would be actually quite a compelling podcast. Um, compelling and rich. Yeah. Might have to ping them a message, but. Maybe, maybe won't mention I think their game's shit at the same time. But, <laughs> Better but, idea yeah. for your video game. Don't don't use the medium of video games. Exactly. Mm, makes sense. So yeah, uh, that's pretty much me, buddy. I'm still playing that Two Dots, actually, that mobile game. You love um, that shit. Yeah. I, something about it. Talking sure about it mobile games, uh, I've, I've started playing Pokemon Go because uh, obviously I'm really cool. What now? Okay. Yeah, you know, I feel like I'm gonna bring it back. I don't know if people <laughs> aren't playing it anymore, but yeah, me and my son, we're all like, "Yep, yeah, let's capture some Pokemon now." It's just another thing that we like about Pokemon. It's cool, buddy. No, fair enough, man. You're well in the Pokemon groove. I mean, I we got some Switch news on the way, and uh, holy shit! It's the, it's, yeah, it could be interesting in the coming week. We'll have lots to talk about next week, I'd imagine, after that conference. Yeah, because that happened. That yes, that will have happened by the time you listen to this. Well, I'm I'm going to listen to it tomorrow, so no. Okay. Well. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think that will do us, buddy. Should we head off? Gibbons, buddy. Catch you later. Woo. You've been listening to the JFG podcast with Ash and me, Alex. Now it's time for the news. Number one. Oh, is that all right? It didn't go all right. Well, it's not all right. 
You damn straight. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Number Wang. Number Wang. Number one. It's fucking with you now. No, don't do it. (laughs) Stick to the script, buddy. I've written this out. Come on. Number one. Number Wang. Number Wang. Uh, TV Watch. TV Watch. HDMI 2.1 has arrived, buddy. Or rather, it's on the way. Uh, Making difficult decisions even more difficult. Just when you thought it was going to be really hard to decide which 4K TV to buy, buddy, Mm. uh, because of all the different refresh rates and HDR support and so on, uh, HDMI 2.1, which promises support for up to 10K... I love 10K. That's important on a 4K TV. Yeah, and uh, a new game mode, VRR, which uh, seems Virtual similar. reality, reality. It's like um, G-Sync and V-Sync. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. 4G, 3G. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Loss is to do with fluid... Fluid gameplay, reducing yeah. lag, stutter, frame tearing. It's this. It's a advanced V-Sync. It's V-Sync began it all, and, and yeah, so like, on. Mm. But yeah, so fucking G-Sync. Yeah, who G-Sync. calls it G-Sync? Seriously, cunts. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Well, uh, what do you make of all this, buddy? Fucking. Just when you think you're going to future-proof yourself with a really high, ref- you know, low refresh rate, brand new TV. Mm. Now this has fucking joined the party and probably will be like three grand. What do you, what do you reckon? Wait even longer. That's all I'm going to do. No, like The time will come when I buy a TV and that time will be when it is, buddy. And all you can do is bite the bullet. I mean, I bought my TV when it was like, yeah, full HD, like my main TV. It was like full HD and stuff like that and I think LED TVs had just come out i think so i ended up getting like a plasma one or whatever because it was cheaper back in the day uh whereas now like well actually like and the tv that i've bought for gaming is like full hd and then that's like a led screen so obviously that one's a lot thinner and better you know you always it's always gonna happen there's there's gonna be new shit i mean there was like the whole fucking 3d tvs that never took off um there's all these curved ones now um, I don't know about them. Are they sticking around? There's al- always new shit, buddy. Uh, and th- there'll be a HDMI 2.2 at some point, maybe. Who knows? Or maybe there'll be a, a 2.1B. I think that's what they normally do, isn't it? They stick a B on the end of it. <coughs> Absolutely, buddy. They mm. always do that. Yeah, Definitely. They love that shit. Yeah. But yeah, it's good news. It means better, bigger TVs. It certainly means things are progressing quicker than I was kind of anticipating, to be honest. I mean, the idea that, you know, this time next year you could have a device capable of of playing something in 10K, that's, I suppose, it's inevitable, and I knew that it it would happen, but uh, I'm surprised at how quickly it's happening. Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah, because 1080p's been around for... A long, long time now. Good 10 plus years. Yeah, at least 10 years. And, you know, like, uh, 4K started kicking about, what, two years ago? Like, uh, main 
stream like commercial yeah i mean you 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 could probably you could probably get like a a 12 grand television five years ago that might have done 4k not that anything would have been able to run it at the time no no definitely not but um yeah as you say things things move forward and yeah i i don't know i still don't know what i'm gonna do with my money this year buddy um let's wait for the best deal Probably save some up first so that uh, I can <laughs> actually buy one. anything. Be Gibbons, buddy, because, you know, there's those new AMD cards that are coming out this year that I've um, seen. I sent you the, the link of them playing, uh, what was it, uh, Doom, I believe, at 4K uh, on ultra settings and hitting a steady 60 to 70 frames per second. I like the look of that. Looks good, buddy. I've been that looking looks... at these new processors. That, oh, the... Uh, the st- Lark, whatever they are, the, the Intel ones. The um, Eurogamer, we're looking at them this week. Um, hmm. AMD ones that they reckon oh, okay, might, yeah. might finally rival a, an Intel one again for the, the first time in about 10 years. Oh, so. is that the Vega ones that I'm on about, I think, isn't it? Um, just trying to see it. I've gone off script. This is what happens. Ryzen. Ryzen? AMD Ryzen. Okay. Uh, yeah looks pretty good they've got some stats on it and uh, yeah so Vega is the graphics one isn't it and then Ryzen is like the CPU yes that's correct yeah so yeah yeah there we go we'll get them this year buddy we'll be fine yeah yeah no problem we'll be happy yep it's going to be interesting to see what price point they come out of that, though, because, you know, AMD always undercut Intel by fucking shitloads and NVIDIA. Yeah, they do, and they'll have to, won't they, because it's going to take a lot of convincing people for them to... Uh... They, they, they've, AMD have got a massive fan, like, not fan base, but install base, you know, just because on the fact that it's cheap. Even, like, was it the like RX and was it, like, 490s or whatever it is? Like compared to the GTX 1080s, I think there's more RX 490s compared to 1080s out there, or like that are installed at the moment. Yeah. Well, I mean, the latest like Intel Core i7s, you know, the like 4.2 gigahertz ones with that you're talking 350 for those. Like, there's plenty of scope to undercut that. Oh, um, definitely, yeah. But they're still obscenely expensive for uh, for anything processor. <laughs> You know, it's all just so pricey. Um, but then I won't be looking at the top end, will I? I'll be looking at mid-range if I was to build one, so... That's true. So see what a decent PC now is and then build that next year. Yeah, that sounds about right. Or this year, or see what they were last year. And, you know, whatever. I know the score. Time, yeah. buddy, time. Look at a good benchmark system from sort of eight to ten months ago and yeah. uh, and look and see that, about four hundred pounds worth of value has fallen off of it, and, easily, uh, and the rest might be attainable. So yeah, <laughs> Gibbons, buddy. I would, I would love some crisp, fresh PC graphics in my life, buddy. It's been a long time. It has been a while for you, buddy. It has, yeah. It's probably been, well, it's been twelve years, I think. Yeah, since, and so you had like a proper decent one because the one I gave really... you was like six years old, like when yeah. I and so that wasn't really like cutting edge at the time. The last time well, I genuinely time had, like, a top-end system was probably in about 2005, 2004, something like that. Long time ago. It is. It is. Maybe it's time to take the plunge. I'm pro. 
He likes the idea, ladies and gentlemen. We'll move on for now, though. Uh, to number two on our little news list, buddy, the Switch update. What's, um, what's the score? Well, we got some news on the Switch. Uh, as you may or may not know, the, the sort of official unveiling of the Nintendo Switch presentation, show, whatever you want to call it, uh, is on the 13th, which is this Friday. Um, game night, buddy. I'll be watching it. I'll have a look. I'm not sure what time of the day it is on. I think it's, it's like 6.30, though, or something. No, I think it's... Um, yeah, or is it... No, I think it might be like 2.30pm, actually, if memory serves. But um, either way, uh, I will be watching, and uh, that will be interesting. Yeah, because I'll be at work, <laughs> so I'll have to be discreet. <laughs> but I will be watching. Um, and that that's going to be followed by uh, the Nintendo Treehouse show, which is kind of a sort of um, social show thing that they do Nintendo after their conferences or Nintendo directs these days um, which promises a in-depth and detailed look at the games uh, presumably we'll have confirmation of some launch titles um, we're also um, hoping to have confirmation of a price from this show and hopefully reports this week suggest that the Switch will be cheaper than the Wii U was when it launched. Um, I mean, I think the Wii U was like £300 when it launched, but um, the rumour is $250. Yes, it is. Which would normally equate to £250. Um, that was, I believe that was your sweet spot, buddy. 250 perhaps with a game. Yeah, two fifty with accessory slash game. Uh, I I like those odds. I feel yeah. good about it for like the the yeah the pro edition you could call it or whatever you want to call it. So I suppose my next question to you, buddy, is if if they show this on Friday and you like the look of it, and they come out and it's two four nine ninety nine, knowing what you know about the way Nintendo tends to. Uh, manufacture stock f of, of their various systems, i.e. not fucking enough, yep. uh, and create this sort of false uh, scarceness that they always do, w would you be tempted to perhaps like pre-order one of these on Amazon or something? Yeah, I think so. I think if I pre-order one and then, you know, guarantee if I do it there and then straight away, I mean, I can always cancel it before the thing fucking comes out if I change my mind, but just to get that pre like immediate pre-order in there, like, yeah, like you say, off Amazon or something like that, where you know you're going to get, was it, price match and all that shit, isn't it? Yeah, so. I believe so, and, you know, because of the whole Prime setup, you, you know, you're pretty, as, as, as near as guaranteed as you can um, to have that thing delivered on launch day. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I probably will. Um, if not, I do like what I've done in the previous times when a console comes out and that is stalk the internet, buddy, uh, until I get one. I mean, we've had a lot of success doing that in the past. Haven't yeah, we? it's it's not hard to get um, a, a console when they're released. Like, there's websites that like refresh every like ten seconds with stock updates. So you just leave that on. I left it on my phone. Just going like for a day and then i picked up a ps4 i did it with the wii back in the day like that was incredibly hard to get hold of when that was first released and i, I just got one on like i think it was like the first week it launched and i was like yeah there you go yeah like the, the stupid thing like what i should have done is bought like three of them and sold them on and then i would have got a wii for free kind of thing if you know what i'm saying with all the profits but you know i'm not a massive cunt buddy 
Yeah, and you got to find that dollar up front as well, which That's is always true. I mean, to be honest, with the way that Nintendo were talking earlier in uh, 2016 when they were talking about selling 10 million in the first year, you would presume they'd have had to make a fucking load of these, and there may not w- actually be any sort of uh, scarcity that we're used to anyway. I mean, if if those figures were accurate, those ones reported, then th- th- they can't afford to not have enough consoles. So, and And also, I think launching a console in March like this is not the same as a lead-up to Christmas, you know, the toy of the year or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's more important that you give people what, you, what they want in March. It's, it's, a, it's a dead period in the games industry, and, and that can make it a good time to launch if your price is right and it's alluring enough product, but at the same time, there needs to be enough of them, and, um, and I suppose we'll see on that. But I, I'm really looking forward to seeing the unveiling. I, I'm looking forward... To be honest, I'm as much looking forward to seeing how they present it as as them actually presenting it. I think we basically know what it is. Yeah. I, really, I want to yeah. know how they're going to market this to 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 everyone because they can't afford to just appeal to the handheld market. It's, no. it's a, a, a small portion of the gaming public. So it's going to be very interesting, buddy. Gibbons, B. The, um, the reveal event is at 4 a.m. on Friday. And then the Treehouse event is at 2.30 p.m. on Friday. Ah, that's what I was getting confused with. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So, Switch Buddy will know everything next... Well, yeah, everyone already knows, so... Yeah, we'll (laughs) we'll be talking about what you already know when we reconvene next week for our podcast, buddies. Gibbons. We will do that. We move on for now uh, to this. The Turing Test is coming to PS4 on the 23rd of January. Um, I've wanted to play through this for ages, so I'm going to be really interested in, uh, well, launch price, I guess. This is a a smaller game. I think it'll probably launch sub-20 quid. And uh, I played this at Rezzed. Uh, last March, was it? I think it was. Yeah. And I was really impressed by it. It, it kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, Portal from back in the day, but it was kind of like orb placement stuff rather than going through portals. But lots of clever puzzles and quite slick looking and quite nice looking and a sort of interesting underlying story as well. Uh, this has been out for some time on, on, on the Xbox and I think on the PC. Uh, finally coming to PS4 and coming out on the 23rd of January. So, that's cool. Have you seen this before, buddy? I've only seen screenshots of it, buddy, but from the screenshots, it's look, it looks lovely. Yeah. It's looks a good-looking cool. game. And yeah. uh, some interesting puzzles in there. I watched quite a fair bit of it at Rezzed, as well as playing a little portion. And, uh, yeah, cool-looking game. So, we'll have to see what that launch is at. Perhaps pick it up. We'll see. Gibbons, buddy. Uh, next on my agenda, buddy, Rocket League was the best-selling PlayStation Store game of 2016, um, which is impressive considering it was PS Plus as well. Uh, it's crazy. I don't think they count those stats in their sales, so, you know, that would be cheaty. Um, someone should probably verify that. They are sneaky, Sony. But, well, no, um, it was 2015 when Rocket League was a um, PlayStation oh, Plus yeah. game, wasn't it? Yeah, I suppose it was. It made, it yeah. made our 2016 Game of the Year list, so exactly. it must have been... Pretty fifteen, sorry. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, I think stat came out just before we came to air as well that uh, there's now 25 million active users uh, yeah, playing Rocket League. With over is, one billion games played. <sighs> fucking amazing stuff, isn't it? Still, you'd think 
maybe it would have died down a little bit now, but there's still lots and lots of people playing Rocket League on a regular basis, and uh, we should probably revisit it at some time as well, really, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Been a little while since we played it. Gibbons, buddy, and uh, we'll go through the annoying um, ritual of being shit at that game for the first hour. Yeah, the annoying ritual of not being able to get used to the fact that the ball is kind of slower than you're expecting yeah. and you fly past it before it arrives. It's so annoying, that. Tends to be how we do it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, next, Microsoft has cancelled Scalebound. Completely cancelled. This is Platinum Games. It's been in, in the pipe work for about six years. It's been in development for about four, four and a half. And... Yeah, it's dead. It's gone. Uh, Rumours that Platinum have parted ways with MS as well. Sounds like a bust-up, the way it's being presented to us. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I know that the team are hoping to continue working on something, but that's going to be difficult because, you know, Microsoft notorious for keeping hold of stuff like that and not, you know, it's usually if you part ways with MS, then that's the end of it kind of thing. Um yeah. Crazy though, man. Like I've seen so many trailers of this thing over the years, and uh, for them to just be like, "Nope." I mean, I noticed earlier they were hoovering up all of the videos off of their YouTube yeah, channel, Microsoft, and making so. them all private and everything, weren't they? It's yeah, crazy. which is kind of weird. Those yeah. things have been available for literally years. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Very strange indeed. But um, yeah, I mean, that was that was a big title, man. They, they've been plugging that shit for ages. I know when when Mr. Spencer came out a little while ago for their whole the best ever um lineup on Xbox, uh Scalebound was in there as as one of this year's big titles. Yeah, and, that's uh, when they came out and were like, yeah, co-op and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was like cool co-op dragons. I Looked mean, weird the trailer, the whole with yeah, his like the guy had like beats headphones yeah, and shit. That was weird. strange. No but, idea. Yeah. But yeah, it looked like a, a a game vaguely near completion, so no more, buddy. <laughs> no more indeed, buddy. What Such a shame. Hmm. Well, well, there we go. Uh, next, uh, the Uncharted movie that's been in the pipe work, uh, pipeline for some time. Apparently the script is written. Allegedly the script is written, and it's a beast, described as a beast by the, like uh, the script Scorpio. writing team. Like the Scorpio. Mm. Yep. yep. Are you ready for the beast? Yep. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's exciting, stroke not exciting, stroke probably terrible. I don't know. Um, this has been through three or four different directors. The current planned director for this movie is Sean Levy, um, who has never directed a good film in his life. Uh, he's responsible for such classics as Cheaper by the Dozen 2, buddy. Great um, film. And Real Steel. Gene Hackman was uh, yeah he was also the producer on Arrival which uh, got great reviews but didn't you, didn't you see that or was that was something else you saw yeah it was a bad film you didn't like it didn't like it it was boring well there you go he was producer on that so yeah um, that doesn't really bode well um, I'm hearing terrible things about the Assassin's Creed movie by the way buddy which is uh you out next week over here I think finally yeah I'm not too excited about that buddy it's probably fun probably terrible I I reckon it's mostly terrible yep 
Well, anyway, uh, I'm, I've been kind of keeping an eye on the Uncharted film just because I want to know who they're going to cast in all the different roles. Um, but, yeah. Never excited. Never excited about video game movies. Um, but if one of them's going to be decent, then it, it could well be a Naughty Dog game. But who knows whether they get that right or not. Indeed. <laughs> it's... Uh, I'm... They're never any good, like, um, video game movie tie-ins. Like, they're always bad. Always, always bad. Yep. Yeah. Well, Uncharted, Last of Us. I mean, I hope they're not bad, but they probably will be. (laughs) (laughs) We move on. Uh, Let's move on to this. Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, finally has a release date, buddy. It is March 27th. Yay. <laughs> he likes it. Uh, multiplayer beta rumoured to be on the way shortly. Yeah. I, I can't remember if I signed up for that or not. Probably not. Um, Who is it? It's, oh, no. It's, I was going to say, if it, was, if it was a Ubisoft game, then, you, you know, there'd be 20 codes available to you on the day anyway. <laughs> to... True. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it might be a bit tougher with EA. I don't know. But either way, um, I'm looking forward to that, actually, to be honest. Um, partly because I've always wanted to get into... Well? Yeah, p- well, apparently. Apparently there's help. I've never really got into a Mass Effect game. I'm hoping this might be the one. And uh, also, <laughs> it's all looking a bit droughty in the opening months of the year, so... Nothing um, looks good so far. Although... Like... Like you know, this time last year I was like, "Yes, Firewatch is coming out," and like that was about it. But still, and then we had the division in March. I think um, I guess we got Ghost Recon this time in March. But <clears throat> I don't know. Nothing's really grabbing me at the moment. Like anything like, well, in, in the next couple of months, at least. No, well, uh, we've got a little, we've got a little something, something kind of related to that coming up shortly. So we move on for now. But I'm, I'm totally with you. I kind of see what you mean there. Um, either way, uh, I'm tentatively interested and excited for Mass Effect Andromeda, but we shall see. Gibbons. Uh, so finally, from me in the news, buddy, uh, Battlefield Three and Battlefield Bad Company Two. Uh, are now available on Xbox backwards compatibility. So if you have an Xbox One, you can be playing Bad Company 2 right now. Arakab Harbour. They're the patio tanking, buddy. I mean, seriously. Every day, buddy. Every day it becomes more and more tempting to buy one of those monstrosities. I know, right? They're doing such good things at Microsoft. The the, the thing is, like, the Scorpio is going to be... Surely it would have all of this as well and have backwards compatibility, you know? I think they've set a precedent now, so... It it looks that way, doesn't it, you know? Yeah, and and it's... It's not a half-step, the Scorpio, but it is... He's talking about it being, like, an upgrade. Um... And so, yeah, I would, I would say absolutely it'll have backwards compatibility. So, yeah, it is. Oh, fuck, man. That and EA Access, the two things together. Yeah, seriously, EA Access B8s. It just needs Play to go like a little Madden, bit lower. NHL. Uh... I swear, if I, can, if I could get hold of one of those Xbox Ones, the old model, for like 130. Yeah, I'd take it 120. Then I would. 
Yeah, I think so. That'd yep. be nice. Gibbons. I load up Gotham. That'd be the first thing I did. <laughs> Gibbons, buddy. Still got that disc. <laughs> so anyway, that's my news, buddy. That's it from me. I think it's time we head into Ash's News Favourite Things of the Week. If you like news but hate information, you have found the right place. Ash's News Favourite Thing of the Week. Cheers, buddy. I've got a few things on the list this week. Uh, first of all, Deus Ex Mankind Divided. We have this game. All the pre-order DLC is uh, is free for everyone. So go and download it. Okay. Whatever that was, you can get it for free. Like Other it. things you can get for free now. Uh, if you sign your way uh, life away to Amazon Underground, you can also get Hitman Deus Ex and Lara Croft go for free at the moment. I I recommend that because uh, old uh, Amazon Underground, where you're like, yep, you can track my usage or whatever, you know, for free, and you can get three fantastic tablet watch games that I highly recommend. Yeah, does a good job that Underground app of uh, keeping you posted on post so to speak as well it uh, <laughs> pops up with all the details it comes up when uh, an item's going to be delivered and then when it is delivered and, and stuff it's quite handy to have just in general but indeed yeah. it is. I might have to do that actually I, uh, I still haven't played any of those mango games buddy so I might have to get involved do it buddy they're fun uh, yeah. the little Nintendo the mini NES or the NES mini has been hacked which is fine who cares uh, but there was a little message in there from Nintendo um, <laughs> saying, I think it was like, please don't break me or something like that. I found that quite funny. That yeah, you got to like that because they, yeah. they would have known that that would have, yeah. you know, they couldn't guard against that. There's, no, you know, of course there's not. not. There's no point. No, <laughs> so. there, there's no updates or anything coming to that console, if you can call it a console or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, it was going to get hacked. People are breaking that. eventually. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Uh, UK retailer lists October the 2nd for the release date of Red Dead Redemption 2, buddy. Mm, well, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, Rockstar do tend to release around that sort of October, November time, golden release time, if you will, so they can love a bit fuck everything else out of the water. So. True. <laughs> so, yeah, fingers crossed it's coming in this year, buddy. I mean, like, fucking take my money now. Just take it. I think it will. I think it will because I, I, they don't tend to, they don't tend to show a trailer uh, and then yeah, have and a then really long lead for, time. Yeah, you that's know? true. Yeah. Normally comes out within twelve months of the trailer. So, Gibbons. Yeah. Uh, the For Honor closed beta is on at the end of January between the twenty sixth and 29th. I have got codes, so if you want one, let me know. Just saying. You can't say fairer than that, buddies. You know. I mean, I'll, you can have it, like, because I probably, yeah, I probably will play it. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, I, I was quite intrigued by it on the first time, but I still think it's shit. Yeah, because it's it's kind of got at the heart of it is a a quick time event type thing, isn't it? Really? Yeah, it's, just reacting to shit. It's like, well, that's not fun. But yeah, it? but you you kind of. I think at the time you kind of felt like there was a little bit more to it than that and there was something, something yeah, a little bit moreish about it as I well. I feel maybe. like if you cracked it then it would be loads of fun maybe. Who yeah. Knows? Okay. <laughs> That's intriguing. 
Gibbons, and uh, finally this week, uh, our favourite uh, World War One shooter, Vadoon, has um, <laughs> had uh, a, a cheeky little update and has um, added Scottish squads. So now you can play that game in a kilt, which is nice. Lovely stuff. Um, Gibbons, buddy. It's wholly unfortunate for Vadoon that Battlefield won such a fucking brilliant <laughs> game. Uh, yeah, that is a oh, shame. Well. Yeah. Mm. One day. Maybe. Probably not. Probably not, buddy. Well, nope. Yep, that's me, Dump. Cool, buddy. Thank you very much for that. Uh, and that is the end of the news. And now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix. What have we got this week, buddy? In, out, up, down, left, right, roundabout, north, south, east, west, bish, bash, bonds or phoenix? We're kind of continuing on the old theme where I present something to you, buddy, and then we kind of decide between us uh, whether it's a fonz or a phoenix. Uh, Is this where we get the dick pics? Uh, no, no, <laughs> that's... No. No, no. Okay. Um, so last week we were talking about whether we thought 2016 had been a good year for games, Fonz or Phoenix. We decided it was a Fonz because uh, although there weren't many massive standout titles that presumably people will still be talking about as the best game ever in 10 years' time, the general calibre of release was high and everything seemed to work last year. So um, this year... That's the big question this year, buddy. This year's launch lineup. I've got a list here of all of what I would consider to be the big releases of this year. Um, obviously, I haven't necessarily included things like uh, Call of Duty um, or PES or F1. These are things that will probably launch anyway. Um, but I do have a list here, buddy. I'm going to read you this list. And then we're going to try and decide whether we think this is shaping up to be a good year for video games. Okay, hit me. Okay, Zelda, For Honor, Halo Wars 2, Lego Worlds, Horizon Zero Dawn, Ghost Recon Wildlands, Mass Effect Andromeda, Persona 5, Agents of Mayhem, Crackdown 3, Gran Turismo Sport, Prey, Red Dead Redemption 2, Sea of Thieves, South Park, Super Mario Switch, Days Gone, God of War, Battlefront 2, Destiny 2. <laughs> yeah, Destiny 2, alright. Well, uh, I'm swaying. It's, it's always going to look more impressive when you look at them all in a, in a row like that. Obviously, it's spread out across the year, but... See, I'm not. I'm, I'm swaying... More towards like um, a phoenix, right? I don't, I don't know. Nothing. I don't think there's enough see fucking awesome games there. I like, mean, we can narrow this list down right now. So go on then. I, I'll get shot of For Honor. Yep. Uh, I'll get shot of Lego Worlds. I'd get rid of Halo Worlds too because I'm probably not going to play it, which is such a shame. 
Probably not. Uh, we leave. So we leave Zelda. We leave Horizon. We leave Wildlands. We leave yeah, Mass, Effect, Mass Effect. We leave Persona Five. Mm. Agents of Mayhem. Probably not. I mean, it's no. it's the Saints Crack Row down, guys. Yeah, Crackdown Three. No. No. GT Sport. I'm not expecting no. massive things it's from Gran Turismo. Red Prey, Dead. Red Dead, oh, yes. Yeah, Prey, sea yeah, of Thieves, yeah. yes. South Park, yes. Super Mario, yes. Days Gone, I wasn't that impressed by. No. But I don't yeah, know a great that. deal about it yet. I don't uh, know about go. God of War. God of War kind, kind might surprise me. I, I think that's going to be really... I think it's going to be... i got high hopes for that. Yeah. That's going to look good on a PS4 Pro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to let the <laughs> splash out, buddy. Uh, no, never. <clears throat> well... So yeah, Zelda Horizon, Wildlands, Andromeda, Persona, Prey, Red Dead, Sea of Thieves, South Park, Super Mario Switch, God of War, Battlefront 2, Destiny 2. There's <sighs> our top 12 games of 2017, but <laughs> <laughs> um, Not in that order, yeah. I, th- I think the more you look at this, the weaker it looks. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't- at this point. Uh, the thing that, that I'm not really su- ultra super pumped, I would say. Ultra super pumped! About any of these games. Like, I don't think South Park's going to be, like, amazing because it's just going to be, you know, an iteration of the previous one, which I loved, and I'm going to really enjoy this. Uh, super Mario Switch, you know, it's going to be Mario, like, you know, Mario 64, but on a Switch. Zelda, maybe because it's got RPG elements to it now. Uh, Red Dead's going to be amazing. I think. I think what it will come down to this year. It. I think it will turn on this on the Switch a little bit. I mean, if if the Switch is excellent and Zelda's great and Mario's great, then that bolsters the year straight off the bat. Um, I'm hope I've got high hopes for Horizon, but I know that Gorilla have made boring games in the past, and and yeah. this this one doesn't look boring, but that doesn't mean it won't be. Um, yeah. And then other than that, I think the standout stuff for me is probably Prey, Red Dead, God of War, and Destiny. They'd be the ones that I'd be sort of <laughs> crossing my fingers that they kind of did the business. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, I agree. Um. Yeah, Prey looks weird as fuck. That should be good. Um, I feel like that's going to be what well, kind of dishonesty, but maybe better. Maybe, and I don't know if it's as good as uh, Dishonored two. Then yeah, I'll be like Dishonored, Dishonored and Dead Space kind of combination. Yeah, exactly. That was the kind of like sounds thing pretty good to me. With. Yeah, um, but it's going to be that single player experience where like I'd, I'll chuck like sixteen, twenty hours into it and really enjoy it. I think Red Dead's going to be like fucking GTA five in the Wild West, so that's going to win Game of the Year. Um, God of War, I think, is going to come like a, a very close second to that, unless Destiny Two actually does come out and shits on God of War. Maybe Destiny's got to come out this year, hasn't it? No. Why? It ha- it has to come out this year, or they can. You fucking would think forget it. so. God, like we've forgotten it already, buddy. We didn't buy into it last year. We were like, fuck you. You're a any bunch of mem- any momentum they once had is now gone. Like, after the Taken King, that's when they, they should have redesigned, because like, the whole issue is like, well, we, we've spoken about it before, all that shit that came out on Kotaku about it, like all the fucking hours of waiting for shit to render and stuff like that, you know? Like, they need to fix that engine, so hopefully they've probably done that, so the workflow <laughs> is increased. 
Um, so much potential they there. This year. They should, it should have been this year. Um, Taken King off. was so good. Exactly. Um, like the Taken King was really good, but everything after that was a complete wank. Like I was expecting a lot more. You know. Content, to, but to you you hope that's year, because uh, that that's because they were working on this on Destiny Two, yeah. But they weren't. They did Rise of Iron <laughs> or whatever the fucking thing. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, God. Uh, hey, yeah, you you would fucking hope. Hopefully, they were like, right, let's push Destiny Two back like two or three years or whatever it is to this year, and let's make what we did make, but much better. I would say. Yeah, fair. I mean, I'm still, I'm still beavering away here. I'm still fucking trimming <laughs> down this list. Down. Yeah, yeah, Persona, yeah. we're we're gonna buy, but yeah. we wouldn't call it one of our most hotly anticipated games. No, South it's just Park, more as you said, yeah. South Park. It's gonna be um, more of the same. Unless I don't think they're gonna do anything massively different there. I mean, they they've said about how they're gonna change like the the combat style and stuff like that, which uh, I'm totally pro. Um, like that's gonna be cool. Uh, but like. The story's going to be funny as hell. The characters are going to be awesome. It's going to be a great script. You know, the animation's going to be all crappy. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's going to be a per- it's going to be a great game. You know that. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's not going to be amazing like, you know, groundbreaking or anything like some of these other games could well be. What about Battlefront? I <sighs> How much do you think they've learned from Battlefield 1? I mean, as, as long as they don't have two-man squads, then, like, fuck me, they've they've made a perfect space shooter game. Because <laughs> Battle, Battlefront was great. It was great, but that it was two-man just squad lacking, was... It was just lacking some content, and yeah, there, there was, was no some silly player, decisions. Yeah. The, the vehicle stuff was shit. Yeah, but, it wasn't great, but it was a it was a good shooter. Like it was a, a gorgeous enjoyed, looking shooter. I, I enjoyed the whole like token pickup things um, for vehicles. I thought that was cool. I f- I felt like that fit well with that game. So it was like, uh, more. I did. I didn't like that. No, but the thing is with with uh, Battlefield like one and Battlefield four. It's like I never ever go for the vehicles. Like just because I'm like. I can't be asked because they're all going to go. They're always spawning in the same place. Yeah, the, the no, fact I see what that, you're you know, something's going to pop up and I'll see it and I'll be like, oh yeah, knee jerk reaction. I'll go and get in like the ATAT or whatever, like and just fucking dick about for it in like five minutes until I die. I like that. You You've know, got it's, a point. Yeah, it's yeah. Different. <laughs> it's not the same as every other shooter, and I like that about it. It's yeah. Cool. No, you have got a point there. I just think that uh, that could be refined, couldn't it? That system yeah, could I be think more so. randomly or, placed. Um, yeah, or like you, you know, you specifically got like a charge up item, or like if you could use it now to get like a smaller vehicle, or if you waited longer, you could get a bigger vehicle. Kind of like um, Titanfall, how you have to like get your score up and then you can get your Titan. Kind yeah. of thing like that. Maybe like a kill streak reward. Yeah, almost. Mm, I wouldn't go that. F- <laughs> oh, no, because I hated that in Call of Duty because I'd always die after like I don't know maximum of like nine, I think yeah. kill streak, and I would just die, and then I'd get all tense and go and like lie on the floor in a bush and be like, oh, don't kill me, yeah, oh, I'm a kill streak, and like that's not fun. Whereas like we're with Titanfall, it's just a case of like your your points go up, and then when you hit that, even even if you don't shoot anyone, your points are going up because time is passing. But obviously, those points go up quicker the more points you earn. And I like that idea, you know. Yeah. 
That, that kind of works for me. Well, I think the general conclusion here is I'm, lo- I'm looking at this list and I, I don't want to sound pessimistic. Um, Wildlands but- is going to be shit. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> okay. It probably. I just I'm looking at this list here and I'm thinking a lot of these games have got to come through for this to be a good year. Yeah, exactly. Like, the num the the number of of games on this list that need to be really really good. Yeah, for tw- and quite, for quite easily not be good. That's the no, problem. exactly. Like Wildlands will be shit. You're right. And and Zero like, Dawn you, will probably about be that. shit. You don't know. Like Destiny Two. Looking at Destiny One. Might not Probably going to be shit. Might not even shit. fucking come out. Battlefront, you can't rely on that. No, God of God War of War's fucking... an unknown. Yeah, but it looks good, though. It does look good. It's really uh, good. So, yeah. Mario's... Yeah, it's Red Dead and Prey and a Mass Effect. I don't know, because 3 was not as good as 2. No. And the and ending a, was wank. Kind of a different team here. Well... I'm 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 gonna go f- I'm, I'm gonna go Phoenix. <laughs> I think so, buddy. Like, I think like it's I said probably at the beginning, a Phoenix. And like, saying so, so far, uh, there's more doubt than anything um, out of all these titles that are coming out this year. And I mean, we didn't do this last year. I mean, looking back at all the games that came out and being like, "Oh, could this be a good year?" I mean, I probably had more optimism about last year's releases than I do this year. I think so. I think last year we were excited for uh, the possibility of the division, the division, Battlefield, yeah, Uncharted, Battlefield. Um, Destiny Two. We were excited for the Witness before it arrived. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. No Man's Sky, of course. Yeah. Um, the Last Guardian. We knew yeah. there was another Deus Ex. We knew there was another Watch Dogs. I think there was more, more to be on the surface kind of flippantly excited about yeah. last year. I think um, I think you're right. And this is only a prediction and who knows like you know we could be sitting here this time next year saying fucking hell what a great year Another 2017. Another great and I hope year so. for games. I hope so and 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 with the the way that we're looking at possible new hardware acquisitions that could yeah. that could in you know make it less important the sort of general quality of the third party games lineup this year but we shall see but on the surface of it at this point i'm not seeing i'm not seeing massive amounts of things to be excited for i think hopefully it's that will buddy. change gibbons me too um, but for yeah. now a tentative phoenix buddy um, we probably look really silly when we get to our Game of the Year podcast and we're like, there's so much, I just can't believe it. <laughs> and I hope we're completely wrong, but for now, it's a phoenix. Yeah, Gibbons. And now it's time for Out This Week. That's Out This Week, buddy. What have we got? This week we have... Not a lot, really. Uh, <laughs> I've just seen the bottom one. I'm well excited for that bottom one, but we'll get to that. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> 2064 Read Only Memories is coming to PS4. This is a sort of a retro story game. Um, so, if you like that sort of thing. That's out this week. That's that's out this week. <laughs> uh, we have the Flame in the Flood 
coming out this week as well, which actually looks really pretty. Uh, genuinely really pretty. Um, kind of lots of sort of 3D floating about, walking about, all manner of stuff. Um, yeah, kind of a bit boaty, buddy. A bit boaty, I would say. So okay. that's nice. I've seen one screenshot. I like it. Yeah, it's a pretty art style. It um, looks like a survival game. Talking about survival games, I played this War Is Mine, whatever it is, that PS Plus game. It's a survival game. Turn that off. Well, fair enough. <laughs> that can happen, buddy. Yeah, it will happen. Can happen a lot. Mm. Uh, also out this week, Gravity Rush 2. Tempted? Yeah. Did you ever play the first one? Yeah, I had it on Vita because it was one of the PS Plus games. Really enjoyed it on the Vita. Um, yeah, it didn't grab me that much. I mean, I'll I'll buy it when it's like nine pounds, no more, no less. <laughs> Fair enough, buddy. Uh, yeah, I, I quite I quite enjoyed a little bit of it on the Vita. I think PJ's quite a fan of Gravity Rush actually, so maybe he'll be interested in this. Hmm, um, true. Either way, it's out this week, buddy. <gasps> it's out this week. Yeah. Nice. Um, Urban Empire is coming to PC this week, buddy. This is a city builder. And that's out this week. Yeah. So, uh, I know you, you dabbled with City Skylines. Uh, I we did. And both Sim had SimCity. We had that, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So, this, this could be worth a look for you on the old PC. Um, yeah, I've seen some early footage of this and it looks very nice so uh could be worth a bit of investigatory journalism buddy on your part there i don't know i might have to look into that yeah given that's out this week uh and most importantly buddy out yeah, this finally week, god i've been waiting the, for this for so uh, the long. jewel in the crown the shining yep. beacon uh yep. this week we have mighty morphin power rangers mega battle Ah, the fact that it's the mega battle just does it for me, buddy. Tempted? Definitely. Why wouldn't I be? Uh, well. <laughs> just watching a trailer. I can it think looks, of lots of reasons. Fucking, it's a side scroller. What the fuck is this? Like a beat em up side scroller, like old. Uh, Double Dragon and shit like that, but with, like, cartoon Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. But don't you think that might mean it's actually all right? <laughs> Rather than shit? It, no. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, no, it does. It, it does. This looks like one of the old um, Turtles games, you know, like the Turtles arcade games. Oh, but the with Simpsons, Power Rangers. yeah. Yeah, old school. Um, it's coming out on PS4, Xbox One and PC. Um, it will probably be quite cheap. Reckon it's got online co-op. If it has, then I I I remember how much fun we had with Castle Crashes. Castle, I was thinking about Castle Crashes just then as well. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And that what's that PS Plus game we had as well with the, uh, oh, the army type one? Bro Kings, King Bros. I don't know. <laughs> You've got you got two games confused there. Yeah, there's, bro, I know. there's Bro Force, and then there was Mercenary Kings. There you go, <laughs> Bro Kings. Bro Kings, <laughs> Mercenary Force. So yeah. Either way, uh, we one might other buddy, one or other. Yeah, we might yeah. dabble with that. Who knows? If it's if it's like cheap, then maybe. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely, buddy. But probably Game not. of the year, 2017's Mass and Power Rangers Mega Battle. Right. Didn't include it. Didn't include it in my list of highly, oh, hotly mate, anticipated I'm games so of 2017. I'm so excited for 2017 now. It's ultimate funds. You're away there. You're away. Yeah, I'm happy. Gibbon. Well, there you go, buddy. That's out this week. That's out this week. And now it's time for the JFG Top 5. Top five, top five this week, buddy. Well, in the spirit of the cancellation of Scalebound, buddy, it kind of got me thinking. And at first I was thinking, what other big games have been cancelled? But to be honest, there aren't a great deal of games that are cancelled that far into development. Like, no. A real handful. Barely makes a list. Nearly Doom. Nearly Doom. Nearly nearly Doom on several (laughs) Several occasions. (laughs) Many times over. What I've gone for eventually is this, buddy. The top five games that you wish were cancelled so you weren't so disappointed when they finally launched. I like it. Is it mainly full of Ubisoft games? <laughs> there's, there's, there is some Ubi in here. I'm going to go for Assassin's Creed 3, 4, no, not 4, 5, <laughs> 6... Yeah. One. <laughs> so I, I suppose first and foremost, I will hold my hands up and say I, I made this list. This is my list. Um, okay. So you can disagree with this as we go through it, buddy. Um, and I did have some bother with this top one, um, which is a, a, a decision to make between two Ubi games, the, Divi- the Division or Rainbow Six Siege. And I came to the conclusion that as disappointed as I was with The Division, I I was so excited for a new Rainbow Six game. Yeah. And it and it wasn't a Rainbow Six game. It was like, PAP, buddy. It was it's, oh, not PAP. I don't think... I, I don't know about that. I, yes. I, but it it's wasn't not, true to the Rainbow Six game. You, you know, can't, they, you, you yes, can't can. take... Yes, I can. No, I'm agreeing with you. Okay. You can't take the story and all the co-op elements that go with it and the cover system out of Rainbow Six and call it Rainbow Six. doesn't work. I can't put my face in Rainbow Six Siege, buddy. I know. I can't, I can't either with my blue hair. I don't like this. There's no ladder watch. Where's the ladder watch? Where's the ladder watch? It's all these gizmos... Lying around on the floor. What the fuck are these things? Where's the exciting Patriot Games-esque, Some of All Fears-esque, Hunt for Red October-esque story? I don't know. Why is it even called Rainbow Six? And I, There's no tactical story at all. There's no story, there's no co-op. I, I'm not saying this is a bad game. I'm saying I was. I found it hugely disappointing. And what I was interested in and what I did like the look of was the cancelled Rainbow Six Project Patriots oh, which looked good, like the game it? I wanted yeah 
I was well excited over Patriots. I was like, this is cool. They're on a bridge shooting, like, people. I'm there. Yeah. So that's that's number one on my list, buddy. Rainbow Six Siege. I'm not even necessarily saying it's a particularly bad game. I but am. fuck me, did it disappoint. It really disappointed me. And I'd rather it just hadn't come out. Certainly not as a rainbow game, because it it isn't one. It really isn't. Nope. There you go. Number one. Number two on my list, buddy. Sim mm-hmm. City. The Sim City reboot. Uh, yep. I think it was 2013, was it? This game came out. Sure. Um, hugely disappointing. Completely hamstrung by DRM, which completely ruined the game. Ruined the spirit of the old games. I loved the DRM when my internet went down. That was cool. I liked how you couldn't connect to any of the logon servers for the first fortnight. I mean, issues, buddy. Yeah. Issues. Uh, and and if you think about the timeline of events there, as it went through a sort of vague development hell, it felt like something wasn't quite right. Then we saw some fairly promising footage. It finally launched. It was an absolute shit show. They Maxis then spent, spent eight months patching the DRM out of the game, and then EA closed them. And that's SimCity. So that's you SimCity. You asked me, did I, would I rather that game hadn't come out? Yeah, I fucking really would yeah, rather that Maxis game hadn't come out. Maxis would have still been about It might that. still exist. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I, I wish a lot of things. I wish EA hadn't acquired Maxis. Yeah. You know? Right, right. But I, it was I a think funny back, one, that game, when it came out. Because I, I was like, yeah, SimCity's well cool. I love it. It looks amazing. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, oh, no, I bought it. Shit. <laughs> I think if it, even if it had worked properly, there was such a lack of, of the, the things that made SimCity like 3000 and SimCity 4. Like, Mm. it was just. SimCity 4 was cool. It was a great game and, and you can't launch a a new version of the franchise years and years later with only a quarter of the original game's features, you know? Like, you know, the fucking Windows 3.1 SimCity did more. It didn't Sim look as nice. Did more, but <laughs> yeah. Either way, it it was a shit show, and it killed one of my favorite studios. So the, I wish the, it had never come out. The whole multi or multiplayer aspect of the game was totally bollocks. Uh, it was, as it well. was bullshit. Like, mm, it was nothing. tacked on to try and justify the online element, and it, it yeah, exactly. Did nothing for it. Rubbish. Bad number game. three. Number three on my list, buddy. Yep. Watch Dogs. Oh, that trailer was amazing the first time I saw that. First trailer was incredible. Uh, kind of combined to peddless next-gen consoles as well. It kind of was like, look at this. This is what the new gen is going to be able to do. It's going to be amazing. Every trailer that went by, it looked slightly worse. And then it launched, and it was fucking toilet. It's going to let you accelerate at full pelt, no matter how <laughs> softly... You push down on that accelerator stick. It's just, it's just going to go... You're under the impression right, that you, know. you thought the game was going to allow you analog acceleration there. Yeah, don't it. think about that. Don't think hey, so. No, no, mate. Not going to happen. What a miserable disappointment that was. After a lot of people had pinned their hopes on it, it looked amazing. They 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 talked it up. This is I'm essentially... I'm so surprised that we didn't buy that, you know. Because, like, we're all about sometimes, like, the hype and, like, we we, we buy some... Some games that we shouldn't. Questionable titles, yes. Exactly. And like, to, for us to dodge this, because this sold fucking loads. 
Yeah, well, absolutely. It was it was Ubi's best selling game of all time when it like in terms of you know figures versus months out you know in, in the Crazy. in the world. And um, oh god, I mean it's bittersweet because it in launching Watch Dogs and getting fucked for it, the combination of that and Assassin's Creed led to Ubi's alleged <laughs> new policy of not showing target footage at E3 conferences. But I tell you what, mate, uh, I'm looking at that fucking Wildlands <laughs> trailer. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, I, think I don't remember uh, that thing looking like way. fucking shit last mm. time I saw it, but it, it seems know. to now. That will happen, buddy. Yeah. That will happen. <sighs> I'm enjoying this. <laughs> I'm getting rolled up. I'm enjoying it. Come on, then. What's next? Number four, buddy, on my list of games I wish were cancelled so I wasn't so disappointed by them. Yeah. Super Mario World 2. I guess I'll, I'll back that. Go on, then. Give me some reasons. Uh, well, it wasn't Super Mario World. That's the main one. I wanted more Super Mario World, and what I fucking got, mate, was Yoshi's Island. It's true. What the fuck is that shit? What was that? What I got was this fucking bizarre art style, like a conga line of Yoshis. Yeah. Super Mario World is one of the greatest games of all time. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. It's had the audacity of calling itself a sequel. See, I, I don't know what... <laughs> He's I, struggling. I, He's no, wrestling no, with this. I, I agree with you with Super Mario World 2, but, I mean, I'd like to change it out for Super Mario Bros. 2. And a lot of people would agree with that as well. Because... That art style, though. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing. Like, you're saying, like, this is just total whack, and I'm like, I agree with this other game. <laughs> Called Super Mario World or Bros. You know, I feel like we could put them there as a par, you know, because they are both as retarded as each other. Maybe we should ban Nintendo from making any game that is a number two. <laughs> yeah. They immediately have to make Just, three, because Super yeah. Mario 3 was a brilliant Fucking game. amazing, buddy. You know. Yeah. Who throws a shoe, buddy? Well, you wouldn't just send look, a clown. I'm looking at some fucking um, screenshots of um, Yoshi's Island. I'm like, it's just not good enough. It, like, seriously, what the fuck? It look. It looks that game looks like it was drawn by some fucker who was hit with a brick. It's got all, like the, the like pencil shades and shit. It's like, no, where's my gloriously looking vibrant? You know. World, where's this where's is Super Mario World? <laughs> this is the thing you could argue here that no, to a, a company in its sort of creative pomp is going to have some hits and it's going to have some misses, and you would you could argue that you would tolerate the you know Nintendo are always trying to do something different, and sometimes it feels like they're doing that for the sake of it. And I would argue that this was one of those occasions when they <laughs> they could have put a a version of Super Mario World out with slightly nicer graphics and a whole new set of levels and islands, and people would have lapped it up. But that's not yep. Nintendo. Instead, they tried to do something different, and now I'm pissing and moaning about it thirty years later. Of course um, you are. 
Yeah, it's it's a, it's a bit of a tightrope, and a lot of their creativity comes from experimentation, and this is one of those occasions. But as far as I'm concerned, buddy, and this is my list, Super Mario World 2 can fuck off. I wish it had never come out. <laughs> I was totally disappointed with it. I will back you for that, buddy. Cheers, buddy. Thanks very much. Which moves no. us well, to number five on my top oh. five list, buddy. Go on, then. Destiny. He's absolutely right. <laughs> Do you want to take this one, buddy? <laughs> Do you want to get stuck <laughs> in? Because uh, it's, it's worth noting that if Destiny hadn't come out, then the Taken King wouldn't have come out. Ah, uh, no, you see, you're wrong. Because if Destiny hadn't come out, they would just had another year to work on it, and then it would come out as Destiny: The Taken King. It would have been the that, Taken and King. Had, yeah, it would have had all of that in one game. Which because it the Taken King was all the stuff missing from Destiny, basically, exactly. wasn't it? Exactly. But yeah, so, Destiny, like vanilla Destiny. <laughs> Air quotes. Givens, buddy. Um, yeah, there was just, once again, all the promises, you know, and we played the beta and we were like, oh, this is quite cool, you know, the Cosmos or whatever the, f- what was it called? Old Russia? I don't know. Who cares anymore? Cosmodrome. Yeah, that one. I was like, this is cool. I like it. I can't wait until they, like, open this up or <laughs> or make <laughs> loads of really cool places like this or anything where we can play all together and have mates and randomers join us for quests across various globes and universes and galaxies and oh so much promise so much promise check out these cutscenes buddy we're flying we're flying in the cutscenes it's a wizard uh, yeah we're gonna we're gonna have a loading screen here where we're flying as well and we can't move yeah possibly the ultimate example of what this list is all about as you say if this hadn't come out uh, we wouldn't have been disappointed because it would have come out a year later as a proper game. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wanted Destiny to include bits like No Man's Sky. It's like, right, leaving this planet, boosh, off we yeah. go. We're flying around, getting in space battles and shit. Oh, next mission's on this um, island, on this planet. Cool. Even if there was only, like, you know, six planets within the universe or whatever, and you had to fly to the different ones, maybe a couple of moons as well, throwing them in, and then the final mission, you have to go into the sun, and it's not actually a sun, it's a space station, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not nicking that from a film. God no. God no. God no. What killed it for me was the lack of populated levels. It was the fact that everywhere just felt like... <sighs> nothing it just felt like a a wasteland of nothing and you scudded across it on your sparrow and there were loads of lovely elements but there needed to be 10 times the number of players in each on each server yes to make it feel populated and not have them fucking vanish before your eyes when you go into the next area no weird way of doing instancing i did not like that one bit no so the fact that you couldn't party up with people the fact there was no way to like join other people's parties within the game like fire team not big enough yeah it's just it's not good they can fix all this shit for the new one buddy but they probably won't probably won't buddy who cares no there you go Hmm. so yeah there you go that's my top five top five games i wish were cancelled so i wasn't disappointed when they launched 
Rainbow Six Siege, Sim City, Watch Dogs, Super Mario World 2, and Destiny. That's a disappointing top five there, buddy. Sure is, buddy. Uh, I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you. Well done, well done. And now it's time for the Game of the System. Ooh, okay, what's this? I know we, we spoke are, about it last week, but I forgot them. No, what do we do? You join us in our new section. Uh, this is something that PJ suggested, and uh, we we were talking about which game is the game on each console. The game. The game. Now, I kind of split it in half here, because I kind of feel that you can pick the game that kind of defined the system, but you're also going to have a favourite, and it'd be interesting to know that as well. So the first thing we're going to do is you're going to tell me what your favourite PS1 game was. I will then tell you what my favourite PS1 game was. And then we're going to need to decide on a... We've got a little list here of five games that I would consider to be the five to choose from. And we're going to have to pick one. Okay. So what was your your favourite PS1 game, buddy? Fucking Tony Hawk Pro Skater, buddy. (sighs) What a game. What a game. It's the game. And was this the first skateboarding game you played? Uh, possibly, maybe. I'm just trying to think. Fucking California games, mate. Yeah, I was going to say California. Like, <laughs> you, you know, like you, you can't Proper. really yeah. count them ones. Like, you know, like you know, ones where you like you can. Well, there's half pipes and shit, and like you know, it was it was bad game. sports and stuff. Yeah, um, there was quite a few kicking about around that time but i i can't remember if this was the first one out i'm probably gonna go say yes i want to say yes but there was quite a lot on the playstation one uh yeah thrasher skating destroy was that mtv skateboarding playstation one was that playstation uh i think uh, it'd probably be somewhere in between because it came out of the dreamcast yeah i don't know maybe these are playstation 2 games i'm thinking of mm, maybe um i'm not sure anyway um yeah, mate, this, this game was the fucking... It was the shit, yo. It was amazing. Like, it had everything, you know, that I wanted in a skateboarding game then. Um, I, I played a lot of games back then because, obviously, I had a lot of time. I was a kid. I was, like, what, 14 when this came out? I think it was 99 when the original one came out. Uh, I was heavily into, like, extreme sports at the time, like, uh, skating, skateboarding or whatever, and, and, yeah, to be able to, like, do that in, in my room or whatever on my TV, I was just like, this is cool, and then it had, like, the, the local multiplayer thing, so you could, like, like, uh, challenge your mates to it and shit like that, it's just, fuck yeah, man, this game, this was my favourite PS1 PS1 game, easily. No no questions. Cracking game, buddy. I'll, I'll never forget that first level. Like, I don't know what it is about it that's so special. It's just got a little bit of everything in there, and it's still manageable at the same time. It's fucking cool. Very, very cool. Yeah, definitely, man. It was um, fucking oh, great game. And yeah, MTV Skateboarding was uh, a year later, so that did come out on PS1. Um, yeah, and Thrasher Skate and Destroy was PS1. Yeah, man. Golden so, Age, mate. That uh, Dave Mirror Freestyle BMX came yeah, out then as well. Exactly, mate. And I had um, MTV Skateboarding and Dave Mirror. I had both of those on Dreamcast. Great games. Uh, there was another skateboarding game that was. Uh, oh, I can't remember the name of it now. 
Uh, I'm desperately trying to... F- ah, Street Skater, there you go. That was a PlayStation 1 game. Okay. Uh, and the, the beauty... I think I spoke about this before. The beauty about Street Skater was um, you could put the C, uh, the disc in your CD player and it would play the soundtrack. Very nice, too. It's very cool, yeah. Ah, uh, the soundtrack to all these games for fucking minute as well. Yeah, like- well, it was the perfect era. It was like... It was the it was just fucking right in the slot there. So Talking good, like yeah. a CKY era, aren't we really? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Among other things. That was great. Love that game. Anyway, that's uh that's enough about skateboarding and how one franchise became massively shit after <laughs> milking the it took fuck a dive out after of it. four, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, around about that time. Yeah. Yeah. Can happen. Yeah. That will happen. So what about you, buddy? What was your Game Changer 4 or your your favourite game on the PlayStation 1 system? Uh, that would be Tomb Raider for me, buddy. Uh, I was first good introduced good to like Tomb Raider on the original PlayStation and I thought it was absolutely amazing. It was the very first sort of proper, proper 3D adventure game that I'd played. Um, I played all of it around a mate's house. Um, it was the what led to me really being hugely excited for Tomb Raider 2 uh, that coincided with me getting a, a basically my family's first PC and I got Tomb Raider 2 for Christmas and fucking absolutely loved that game as well but yeah the original Tomb Raider it was it was like unforgiving sort of old school adventure game you look at it now terrible controls terrible everything oh, but- yeah not great but it did what it did, and and I thought it was absolutely amazing. And, and the first time I saw that T Rex, oh, <laughs> yeah, I was just like fucking unbelievable. Just just it felt kind of incredible. All of the different things that the game was doing because it was quite impressive animation for the time. You had your dual wielding pistols. She could jump. She could cartwheel. She could swim. It was it was all of those things were genuinely impressive at the time, and. Uh, yeah, just I just thought it was such an amazing console because, the, you know, the 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 difference in power compared to well, I mean, I was I was still playing on a Mega Drive, I think, when that came out. So, yeah, bit of a fucking game changer. But uh, but there we go, buddy. Uh, I'm trying to think if I played the original Tomb Raider. Like I remember playing it at a mate's house, but I I don't think that I actually had it. I had Tomb Raider two. Um, but I, I, I'm trying to think, was the Croft Manor on the first one? Do you know, I can't remember. I actually owned, I think I've owned every Tomb Raider game ever. And I can't remember if it was on the first one or not. Hmm. Um, I, 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 I mainly remember that. But I, I think it was. Think. I'm pretty sure it was. Because I, I vaguely remember the that sort of tiled kitchen. Hmm. I remember I think, the bit outside, like the assault course or whatever. Yeah. Yes, it was on the first one. I've just seen a video, and yeah, I totally, totally remember that. It's crazy. That was wicked. Uh, yeah, on the outside, there was like the, the jumping puzzles and stuff, and I was just like, this is fucking terrible. Like, you're trying to walk around it and just being like, oh, step forward, step back, move the camera, and I was just like, ah. But, yeah. like... That was the thing. This is like this is like one of the first like early kind of um, you know 3D adventure games on you know a, a PS1 controller where you didn't have analog sticks. You know you only had forward, down, left, right kind of thing. And like, what were they to do, buddy? They did the best that they could with the controls that they had. 
Yeah, and I think it was, wasn't it like L1 to walk? So you sort of had to hold down L1 and, and walk walk up to the edge with the D-pad. And then you had to let go of L1 and push backwards. And that made her like take a big step back. And yeah. then and then you held forward, followed by X, to get her to jump, and she'd successfully make the gap. But if you did any of that wrong, she'd just fucking fall. Like, yeah. <laughs> and for some reason, that didn't feel restrictive at the time. It felt completely yeah, yeah totally uh, crazy. That, that, that's the crazy thing. Like you, you know, uh, I, I do kick it for its clunkiness, but I mean, like it it didn't have analog controls, so it's gonna be ridiculously hard to do that. Imagine. Imagine playing like half of the games now without analog sticks. It just you couldn't do it. Yeah. At well, all. Uh, Tomb Raider two I had on PC. I played that without the mouse. That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. So you you you're restricted in the same way. I, I, I used the cursors to turn around. Yeah. It's, it's, to it's, pan round. <laughs> there was no strafing. Hmm. It's, it's Rid- yeah. Ridiculous. Cracking game, you know. Yeah. Uh, and the birth of a like a ever ongoing fantastic ish franchise it's had its ups it's had its downs you know i I think the reboots of them are they i I think it's taken them to where they should be going with that kind of game um there there was a funny bit in the middle where it got very like cartoony still really enjoyed those games though you know just saying i still think that the third person adventure game is it might be my favorite genre yeah. There's just something about the sort of third-person puzzle climbing adventure game that just, even looking back on uh, those, I suppose relatively recent, although it's probably a while ago now, but those like Prince of Persia games and stuff that came yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, totally. With, I agree with that. Like, I've always been a fan of platformers and third-person stuff. I don't know. There's just something about it that uh, I find quite endearing, buddy. Anyway, that's uh, that's my game for the PS1 and now it is time to decide what we think defined the console so this is this isn't again not necessarily our favorite game it might not even be a game that we've played but what game is it when you say when you say PS1 what is the game and I've made a little list here um, and I think you'll agree with this we've got uh, Tomb Raider Final Fantasy 7 Metal Gear Solid Gran Turismo and Tekken 3. This is quite a tough one because four out of those five games I just didn't like. Or I never got on with. No, and but that's not I, what it's about though, is it? I like, know, right. That That's the thing. Like, it's, I mean, we've we just spoken about Tomb Raider and how good that game is. Final Fantasy, obviously, or oh, 7. Um, I don't know, a lot of Final Fantasy fans say that is the one kind of thing. So that's pretty important, I guess, if you like that kind of thing. <laughs> could then, could we agree that the game that defined the PlayStation kind of needs to be an exclusive to the console? And that's what I was thinking, because, you know, like, Sonic is Sega, Mario is Nintendo, Master Chief is Microsoft? Was yeah, he still is. Or you got Gears, but it's still Master Chief was really like the face of Microsoft, wasn't he? Really? Yeah. Um. So who's the face of Sony? Like I would say, like Crash Bandicoot, or you've got Snake. Really, haven't you? I 
think the biggest game there is Final Fantasy VII. I think the biggest game is Final Fantasy VII. I think it might be that. What was his name? Like Cloud or... Yeah. Uh, well, who knows? Yeah. Ball, ball bag. Um, <laughs> it's in your ball bag. <laughs> they were the big franchises. It was, it was Gran Turismo. I mean, Gran Turismo was huge. That game was huge. That was everywhere. Um, I think you discount Tomb Raider because it came out on lots of different systems. It's not kind of known as a, just a PS1 game. So I think that goes. Um, and Tekken, Tekken was always a, a huge franchise as well, but I don't think it defined the console necessarily. I think there was, you know, you had a legacy there from Street Fighter and beyond. So, you know, there's Mortal Kombat kind of out and about in those times as well. So that goes... And so then you come down to Final Fantasy, Metal Gear, and Gran Turismo, and I certainly think it's one of them, definitely. Yeah, I mean, Metal Gear, it's, it's been there, but obviously that's dead now. <laughs> Gran Turismo, um, maybe you discount Gran Turismo because it's a racing game and then yeah, notoriously not as popular. Yeah, it not have any characters, does it? I'd still think Crash Bandicoot because, you know... Um, Naughty Dog, they're still kicking about. Yeah, they're doing all right, aren't they? <laughs> I'm just doing a very quick search to see the, which games were the best-selling games. No, on the PS1, yeah, obviously. That would be number- retarded if you were searching for PS2. That would be totally <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just, just out of interest. Just and we'll get back uh, to this yeah. fucking whatever podcast or whatever yeah, we're doing shortly. Just out of my own, my own thoughts right now. Uh, Best-selling game on the PlayStation 1, ooh. Gran Turismo, 10.85 million shipped. Yeah, but that's no. What's next? Final Fantasy VII, 10 million copies. Yeah, it's got to be, isn't it? I ah. think so. So, yeah, the game that made, the, or that defined the console, yeah, Final Fantasy VII then, buddy, I guess. Outsold Metal Gear by 3 million copies, and of course we're not going to do it specifically by that every, every week, but we've kind of thought it was Final Fantasy and that kind of confirms things. Is, so. uh, is Tony Hawk on that list? Any, uh, any of it's got to be top five, surely. 3.32 million. Where, where is he on the list? It's not numbered. Ah, I'll, come I'll, on. I'll count. count. One, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight. Fucking hang on. What? One, two, three, four, five, six. What, you can count to ten? El Nombre taught me, buddy. At number <laughs> number six, the the sixth best selling PlayStation One game of all time. A, a gecko, whatever it is. Who's the gecko? That Harry one. Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Mate, great game. Harry Potter. It's a wizard. Metal Gear and Tomb Raider sold seven million each. Six point eight two million for Crash. See Crash, mate. Told you. It's in there. Resident Evil 2. Mm, didn't consider that. That was quite a... It's because it's shit. Yeah. No. It's Final Fantasy 7. That's yeah. the game. It's got to be. There you it's go. got to be. Done. We have come down on it. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys as well. Uh, if you agree, if you disagree, uh, what your favourite was, what you think the, the genre-defining one was, the one, the big one for the console. Uh, but either way, that is the game of the system, buddy. This week, PS1, your favourite game on the PS1 was Tony Hawk's, mine was Tomb Raider, and the game that defined the console was Final Fantasy VII. Meh. 
No, I didn't like it either, buddy. <laughs> it's clown juice. <laughs> And now it's time for Fuckwit Corner. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. He's getting some questions. You got some questions, buddy. Funk's whipping up some controversy this week, buddy. I don't like it. Is, is it? Is he do some smack talk? <clears throat> uh, well, I'm just going to read what he says, and then we'll uh, we'll see we'll see where we go. Funk says, "I've played the first two hours of Uncharted Four. I reckon it involved about 15 minutes of actual gameplay." Mostly following some twat around. Maybe I'm getting old, but I've just found it a bit boring so far. Hoping it's going to get a bit more exciting. Is the, is the twat his brother, I guess, in the beginning, isn't it? Like, running around. Oh, no, it's Nate. Oh, what, he's talking Nate. about following... Oh, okay. Talk about Nate. Okay. I mean, you think about how, how Uncharted opens up. There is a lot of story. Then you're doing your diving malarkey. Like, ah, yeah, the diving. Yeah. Like then the you're diving. in your loft. Yeah. Like the and loft. I suppose if you haven't got an attachment to that character in that world, then you might be yeah, wondering that whole when the game's going to start. Would be totally, well, the thing with the loft sequence, you could just walk past it and not know anything about it. You know. Whereas I was like, ooh, trinkets, yay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and and I was, I was kind of. Well in Uncharted mode, I'd played through the Nathan Drake collection shortly before Uncharted 4 came out. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if if you're not massively into that universe, then maybe it is a bit boring. Maybe it is a lot of story and not a lot of game. Um, I really liked it, f- probably for all the reasons that Funk doesn't, to be honest, because... I'm a big fan of the characters. I'm a big fan of the progression and the story and everything as much as I am the gameplay. Uh, and thank God for that because the gameplay can be distinctly average on occasion. Definitely. But, but yeah, it doesn't sound like he's enjoying it very much. Uh, what I will say is, is persevere because the action does arrive shortly after that sort of action section where you, Jackson. Yeah. You get through that. I think that the, the first big powwow big sort of you know action shit (laughs) escaping from prison i think would be the first one yeah that's where it like kicks off kicks off there doesn't it yeah um yeah i need to play that uh, game again seriously i want to go through it again yeah i've been tempted ever since i finished tomb raider i was Mm. like yeah i might play a proper version of this but um (laughs) yeah uh well, uh, just keep us posted, I guess, Funk. I mean, we both had it pretty high on our game of the year. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And uh, there were there was talk when it launched. They, they picked up a few sort of middling reviews mm-hmm. from people saying basically what Funk's saying. You know, it drags a bit, doesn't do... There's not much gameplay at the start and that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, they could have condensed it by about three hours and that sort of thing. But... Yeah, I think it depends how much of a fan you are of of the universe, doesn't it? To be honest, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think you're right. That 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 intro sequence. Yeah, it could be quite not daunting, but dull. Maybe uh, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to like, like I said. I need to play that game again or listen to you know our Uncharted Four spoiler cast that we put up nearly <laughs> a year ago uh, to refresh my memory. Yeah. Certainly, if you don't like Nathan Drake as a character, then the the opening of that game will be <laughs> thoroughly miserable experience for you. Yeah, true. But. Yeah, like like Parker said, like crack on, keep going, stick with it. It's it is, it is a really fucking good game. I really like it. Me yeah, too, totally. Well, thanks anyway, Funk. Thank you very much. Every week we end the show with questions and comments sent in by you. If you've got anything for us, just pop an email to the jfgpodcast.gmail.com or contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or at justforgamers.co.uk. And now it's time for JFG Street Beat. You got a question we want to know. Facebook, Twitter, we're on a mobile. So hit us up and be on the show. The JFG Street Beat. Mm, Street Beat. We want to know. Get on the show get on the show and someone has got on the show buddy in our new section community watch community watch community watch community watch we've been uh, tentatively asking for dick pics recently buddy uh, to the old community and uh, as always tom has obliged tom's got a dick pic for us uh the dick pic for us this week from the game Firewatch, buddy. Uh, part of the intro sequence where it shows a, an alleged sketch that Julia has made of Henry. And uh, <laughs> uh, I there's your seen dick pic right there. But. I, I need to see which one, what, because you can get different poses on it and stuff like that, depending on what you use in your dialogue, obviously. Yeah, it's a nice touch, that. I need to, I'm just, I'm just going on it now, buddy. I want to see this dick pic. Cheeky little tiddler. Little <laughs> little stabber. Little, little stabber. <laughs> little stabber. That's nice. I like it. I like yep. it. Fap worthy. Beautiful. <laughs> Get them in, boys. Get yep. your dick pics in. Get your dick pics. Don't, don't. Please don't. <laughs> okay. we're, we're really. We're joking. We're really joking. Any in game dick pics. That, in fine. game, certainly, in game, yeah. yeah. In game dick yeah. pics, we'll have them. Like, uh, oh, hello, in... we've got a new follower on Twitch, buddy. Nice, like Thank it. You. Welcome, thank you. Ah, oh, thanks, for, thanks for the follow, buddy. Um, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, community watch. Send us your questions. It's what we do. Oh, actually, no, that's Street Beat Community Watch. If you join our PS4 community, if you've got a PS4, get on there. Send us your yeah. in game dick pics. Keep you updated on the podcast of what's going on in the community to entice you in. Mm. Uh, get your dick pics in there. and uh, <laughs> Anything else you want to take a photo of? Think, um, I'm going to start taking... Uh, this this week, yep. this week I'm, I'm going to make a concerted effort, buddy. Yep. I'm, I'm going I'm I'm to upload like maybe three or four things a day wow, to the community. Wow, that's a yep. lot. I'm going to bombard that shit. And uh, it's going to be some weird stuff. <laughs> I'm telling you now. <laughs> Can't wait, buddy. Oh, not wait. necessarily dick pics, though. No. Why, why bother? <laughs> snatch. A, a bit of snatch. 
<laughs> snatch snap. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, there you go. Well, anyway, there we go. So I wanted to round things off this week, buddy, with uh, some ideas that you come up with. Uh, I thought we'd run by everyone for our hundredth ep- episode of the podcast. Oh, it's which, nearly, uh, nearly there, buddy, and we're going to be, be be meeting face to face for that. We are going to be recording podcast one hundred in this very flat, and I'll bring my fists. You're going to have a knife, and we're going to fight for two hours. Yeah, there's going to be drinking, dancing, fucking, and fighting, buddy. Sweet, buddy. I can't uh, wait. Just me and you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be cool. It's going to be very cool. Nice. Got some, good, some big plans. But you had you had some good ideas, buddy. So uh, get stuck in here. Fill us in. Well, yeah, I've uh, I've been trying to think of trying to improve on my thoughts of last week. You know, we had the fight. We had the commentary of last week's Chelsea game. Uh, both of which I thought were good options, but no, obviously not. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I thought of maybe <laughs> the um, playing the yes/no game. What game am I? So you got like ten questions to like narrow down what kind of game, or maybe twenty questions. I think it's called twenty questions. The game. Maybe we'll, we'll do what we want. It's our podcast, buddy. I don't care. So you know, say like I'm like Skyrim. I'm not saying I am gonna be Skyrim, but you know, you'd be like, oh, are you an RPG? I'll be like. Yes, I am. But like, are you set in the Elder Scrolls? You know, like yes, I am. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, other ideas, because obviously at the moment I'm heavily into Pokemon. I feel like this is one for me to ask you. Um, that I'm going to come up with the quiz of Pokemon or Nokemon, where I make up names <laughs> of Pokemon and say, is that a Pokemon or is it a Nokemon? <laughs> I'm gonna do shit at that. There's so many now. I know, keep right? Expanding. It's awesome. It's very hard. I love it. Like I don't. You got to know, know all I... of the evolved versions yeah, exactly. and everything. Yeah, it's a, it's a fucking nightmare, I'm mate. Fuck you up. Yeah, I'm gonna have to quit work to learn them all. Yeah, and then um, the the final one that I, I came up with uh, was something to do with the uh, the myth, the man, the legend, Phil motherfucking <laughs> Spencer. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if it's gonna be Spencer or Spencer. You know, the name of the thing where it's a quote from Phil Mother's fucking Spencer. Or Phil Spencer from Location, Location, Location. That's perfect. I know. So is it Spencer or Spencer, buddy? You know? Yeah, because originally I wasn't sure. I was thinking Spencer, not Spencer, but they're both Spencers. Yeah, they're both Spencers. Or maybe I just find other people called Phil Spencer on the internet and be like... Bill Spencer on Facebook this <laughs> quoted this. Got is... this off Phil, Phil Spencer from Ottawa's <laughs> LinkedIn page is as it... he describes his recent job history at Walmart. Obviously, I can't say that to you, but yeah. <laughs> after you've uh, answered the question, Spencer or Spencer? Proficient in operating a forklift. <laughs> is that, is that... <laughs> I feel like that could be better. And there'd be a it lot more be Phil Spencers out there. And I'd just You'd take need to extend the title. Why? It's Spencer or Spencers. Be, no, uh, well, you could do it, or you could have it like Spencer or Spencer or Spencer or Spencer or Spencer. <laughs> oh, it's Spencer or Spencers. The multiple Spencer or Spencer. Yep, fair yeah. enough. Mul- multi-Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Some solid ideas, buddy. So, there you go. There's, there's lots of question and answer games. Shenanigans, maybe. Shenanigans, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. No, that's cool. That's cool. Some good ideas. Uh, I know we've got a few more on the way in, um, and I've been kind of compiling things, so uh, should be a good one. I'd imagine we're going to get really fucking drunk. Yeah, Because we're going to be in the definitely. same room and we'll get carried away, yeah. buddy. I, uh, I feel like the yes-no game should be, you know, like the yes-no game, the, we write a, a, the name of the... The game on a card each and stick it on our foreheads. Yeah. And every time we answer, like, get a question wrong, we have to drink. Am I a twat? Does nothing happen in the first two hours of my game? (laughs) Am I Nathan Drake? (laughs) Am I I the clumsiest motherfucker in town? (laughs) Do I feel up every wall I walk within five (laughs) yards of? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, you're Nathan Drake. Oh, we could do characters as well. Oh, no, that could be a bit much. Accents. Ac- I'm, I'm terrible at them. No, I don't mean we're actually B character. I mean, like, in the yes-no <laughs> game, it could be characters. Like, I could be Lara Croft. I'd be like, am I really fucking annoying? Is the first <laughs> two hours and the rest of my game really shit? Is, yeah, is, is my story written... Uh, terribly um, <laughs> would I be good on catchphrase um, have I ever killed anyone in the first 10 minutes of the game and then suddenly I'll kill everyone <laughs> <laughs> yeah well options mm. many options available buddy we got uh, about 6 weeks to go Ooh, and um, counting down yeah, it's exciting, isn't it? I like it. Uh, you know what? The most thing that I'm glad about is that when we started this podcast, I put, you know, extra zeros at the front of our numbers. So now when we get into the hundreds, it's just going to fit in straight with our number system, which is good news yeah, and for I th- me. I did think you were being a little optimistic there when you named the first one zero zero one. Yeah. But, uh, but no, fucking fair play, buddy. That's... Uh, that's redundancy there. That's uh, that's future proofing. Indeed. So yeah, episode one hundred, nearly there. Milestone. There you go. There you are. So I think that'll about do us, buddy, for episode ninety-four of the JFG podcast. And uh, what a lovely time we've had. And. Uh, yeah, it's all she wrote, buddy. It's all she wrote. I feel like I'm going to play some more Hitman this week. That could happen. Mm. Uh, I want to hear your progress there. I feel like I could end up playing about 10 hours of Deus Ex on Saturday. Ah, looking forward to that, buddy. That could certainly happen. Um, what are we going to play now? Uh, Aragami. Yeah, all right. Co-op game of the year. 2017. Fuck me, scraping the fucking poo barrel. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 decent. No, it's decent. No, it's decent, no. but it certainly shouldn't be troubling game of the year list. <laughs> it's good though. It's good. I like it. Yeah, it's nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. We should play the division, buddy. No, mm. that who can be bothered? I, oh, I found out that I deleted Destiny off my console. I was like, shit me. I didn't, I didn't know I did that. That's a bold move, buddy. I know. Okay. We could play that Tomb Raider um, Ooh, survival yeah, fuck, thing. Yeah, let's do that. I want to do that now. 
Fuck this okay, off. We're finished. We're going to do your yeah, thing. Fuck, fuck off the lot here. Yeah, um, do, do thanks so thing. much for listening to our podcast. Uh, you can find us at www.justforgamers.co.uk. Uh, Facebook forward slash the JFG podcast. Our Twitter is at the JFG podcast. You can find us on YouTube by searching for the JFG podcast. We are also on SoundCloud forward slash just for gamers. Uh, we are on twitch.tv forward slash the JFG podcast. We're on bean.pro forward slash the JFG podcast. Uh, come and join our community. I will be posting a fucking wealth of shit on there this week. Now's a good time to get involved with that stuff, buddies. Uh, just search the JFG podcast on your PS4. Uh, download the old phone app and you too can send us your dick pics. Um, and we are also on Google Plus, if that is how you choose to live your life. Thanks so much for listening, buddies. Thanks so much for being involved. We will catch you next week. Until then, I have been Alex. He has been Ash. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to the JFG Podcast with Ash and me, Alex. To find out more, head to www.justforgamers.co.uk, Facebook forward slash the JFG Podcast, or Twitter where we are at the JFG Podcast. Episodes go live every Sunday, and if you could pop onto iTunes and write us a quick review, we would love every inch of you, even if you got old and fat. Thanks so much for listening, and we will catch you next time.